What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? Oh, come again, again. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. Here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Happy holidays. We are back with another episode of the Q&E Podcast. I don't know about y'all, but I'm full. I done had three days worth of leftovers, and I called it quits after that. I don't, I don't want nothing else to Christmas. For three days, bro. Y'all got to chill after the, the couple of oh. days. It's like, all right, bro. I'll, you got Thanksgiving right. Day. You got Friday. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Saturday I, you pushing it. You pushing it Saturday. Uh, anything after it. Sunday, I'm looking at you crazy. I'm like, okay, nah, bro. Nah. Saturday, you pushing it. Because on Friday, I was I wanted some Subway on Friday. I, went, I didn't even oh, want no. nothing to eat. No, I you ain't want no turkey. Or no yo, your food, like your that. food must not have. Your food. No, must that not shit hit. My nigga, I just don't want. I don't want that shit every day. I don't want that because it, it's gonna be your breakfast, your lunch, yes. and your dinner. I don't want that for all three of my meals. I don't want yes. that. I want some type I, I, of I variety do. in my meal. I definitely do. <laughs> you just eating everything. Just eating that shit the whole day. Like, it's like no I don't grits. eat. I don't eat all that type of stuff on a daily basis like i only really eat all that type of stuff once a year around this time of year holidays like dressing i don't ever eat dressing any other time but holidays is trash whoa what it's, it's not a debate dressing is definitely is, trash. no this is a delicacy what it's a delicacy yes. it's not a popular opinion no, that's very unpopular. Dressing is trash, bro. No, no. Dressing is definitely trash. What is this dressing? That, that's an unpopular opinion. It's, it's very unpopular. Dressing trash, bro. You can definitely throw no. that away. You don't need that. No. If you had a choice between collard greens, yams, dressing, and mac and cheese. It all goes on the plate. What are you no, talking about? No, man. You yes, can't get the up out of here, man. No, all of that. Literally, all of that goes on the plate. I put all of that on my plate. Out of that, man. It's too Plus much on whatever, my plate. whatever meat I have. It's too much on my plate. Man, get that out of here, man. That's never too much. It's yes, it is. It's too much on my plate, man. I don't, I don't want that on my plate, man. Because then you got to throw the rice on there, too. You got going to have some rice, man. Rice? You have some rice on it. Yeah. What? What you got rice for? Bro, rice with the mac and cheese and collard greens. You need you rice. Mean, why you got rice next to your mac and cheese? Well, what? Rice goes with the mac and cheese and collard greens. What That's are you two eating? two starches right next to each other. What are you talking about? That all goes together. So you like dressing with that, but not rice? Yes. I'm not putting rice next to mac and cheese. You're, you're, yeah. What? You're, you're a wild man. What? You like your rice next to your mac and cheese? Next to my, I'm eating them together. Yes. Are you somebody no. who doesn't like your food touching or something like that? Well, you mix rice and mac and cheese? Well, not mix, but I eat them together. Yes. No, no. So I you don't do eat that. them together. You're telling me you don't eat them together. I'm a yams and mac and cheese type of dude. I can eat yams, those two. Kind of overrated too. But but I, but I, but I tolerate no. yams. But food, I tolerate yams though. But I no. tolerate yams. There is no you tolerate. Get up you either it. like I'm it or you don't. Potato, I'm a sweet potato uh, pie type of dude, man. Like yams, it, it, you kind of put that off. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like it when it's made like that. Your sweet food pie, is not hitting. Patty LaBelle, that's what I'm rocking with. 
You like Patty? That, you, don't that, like, no, no, no. you don't like no, Patty? You don't like Patty? Oh, we're not talking no. anymore. We're we going hey, to have to start again tomorrow on this pod. Because no. you tripping if you don't like that Patty LaBelle. You don't like you don't like dressing, but you like Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie? What is wrong with Patty LaBelle? What? Have you never had a Patty LaBelle pie? Terrible. That Trash. shit is addicting. You're crazy. Terrible. Terrible. That shit is addicting. If Patty LaBelle wasn't on there, day. you wouldn't need it. I just get that shit every day. If Patty LaBelle wasn't on there, you wouldn't need it. Yes, I would. That shit is fire. Bro, I eat that shit. It don't even have to be the holidays. I'm, I mean, I'm getting this shit every month. Damn Terrible. it, every week. It's not good. Yes, it's it is. Not. It's not. I mean, shout out to Patty. Bro. You got a pie bag. You're I can't be crazy, I get, get, bro. Get the bag by any means, but that pie is terrible. It's that not pie good. is great. Oh, that's an unpopular opinion. Very unpopular opinion by you. It's right very now. popular. Actually. That's that's cra- that is trash. I can make a poll. You always lose you the polls. Patty, poll. you sleep on Patty Pie. You All right, I'll make, I'll make a poll later. I'll make a poll. That's crazy. You everybody like that's watching right now. You like you dressing, have, but you don't like patty pie? Everybody that's watching right now, if you have common sense, just comment. Oh, if you have is, great taste buds. If you have taste buds, period, you like patty dressing pie. Dressing is a delicacy for Thanksgiving, no, and terrible. patty LaBelle pies are disgusting. If you have common sense, you think both of those thoughts. I, I just want to put that out there. So you're telling me you eating dressing and not sweet potato pie from patty LaBelle? Yes. Next topic. This nigga's a nut, bro. I, I really want to move on because that's crazy. That's a crazy take, bro. That's a real crazy wrong. take, bro. Oh my. Let me move on. Let me move on. This is this is episode 99 of the QE podcast. We are one episode away from episode 100. If you have been listening from the beginning, bro, we definitely appreciate y'all through all the segments. Through all the audio improvements, visual improvements, we definitely appreciate yes. y'all. Long way, long yeah, way. Came a long way. And even if this is your first time listening, bro, we definitely appreciate y'all too. And we have five segments for the Q&E podcast. We have the sports segment, Two Wild Wednesdays, Social Media Wants to Know, uh, the Entertainment, and Pass the Ox. So definitely stay with us throughout this whole time. But let's start off with this NBA news, breaking news. John Wall and Russell Westbrook were traded for each other, so now they're both. So Westbrook's in Washington, and John Wall is in Houston right now, bro. How do you feel about this move? What is your first reaction to it? Neither team is going to do anything. I I, I wasn't excited (laughs) when I read it. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It really did nothing for me. It did nothing for me. And I bang bang with John Wall heavy. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I rock with both of them, but I just looked at it. I was like... Okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> like the Washington, y'all uh, still scrapping to get in the playoffs. All that happened was Russ is still going to have to scrap in the East to get to the playoffs with the Wizards. And John Wall will be with James Harden. I still think James Harden is going to leave. But let's just, yeah, say John, yeah. let's just say James Harden stays. Even if it's Harden and John Wall, they're still not going to do anything. They'll get to nah. the playoffs, but nothing. That's not even a good fit. Nothing like John more. Wall it, and not. Harden? Yeah, Harden not. can't shoot either. Harden, I mean, not Harden, but uh, John Wall can't shoot either. So it's like it's still not somebody you put next to James Harden. You need somebody that can yeah. shoot next to James Harden. So it's just like it don't work. But I liked it for John Wall because he gets to play with Boogie. So if you, even right. if you trade Harden, he's playing with uh, Boogie still. So at least he has somebody there to play with because I, Harden not staying there for that long. It's not and it's not, not to mention – Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook, that just sounds very ugly. In the that picture sounds- I seen on sports, and I was like, 
How long is this really going to last? Y'all think how long is this going to last before they hate each other? They're going to hate each other. (laughs) They really are, bro. Both of them want the ball in their hands, and we just heard that Russ want to play with the ball in his hands more. But, I mean, we know Bradley Bill can play off the ball, but he prefers to have the ball. But we see it like the last couple of years, John Wall been hurt, and like that boy done got the feel of the rock now. Yeah, exactly. So it's like he can do it, but will he do it now that he's grown accustomed to becoming the ball handler and the facilitator? So I, I just think it's going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to go well for either. <laughs> they're, they're not going to have high expectations. They, they, they need to have low expectations yeah. on both sides. Do you still do you see the Rockets still making the playoffs with this move? Um, If, if Harden stays, I would say that. If, if Harden stays, stays yup. If he leaves, no. Mm. And what the Wizards? I think the Wizards are gonna make the playoffs. I think it's better as better trade for the Wizards because you know what you're getting with Russell Westbrook more than John Wall. John Wall being hurt for two years, is he gonna be the same John Wall? Well, before he left, is he gonna be that same John Wall? You don't know right now. But Russell right. Westbrook, you know what you're gonna get on every night. That type of energy in the East with the Bradley Bill, with the Bertans, that should get you to the playoffs. The six. The, the only question is, will the chemistry work? That's the only exactly. question. Exactly. Because, like you said, we know what Russ got to offer, but will it gel? And if it does, how long will it take for it to gel? I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I doubt it gels together, bro. I really <laughs> doubt it, bro. Both sides. I doubt it. I doubt it. He's gonna be asking for another trade literally in three months. He gonna uh, Russell Westbrook is at least, bro. So I don't know. And, but it's something we have to look at with James Harden, though. It's like, why does everybody want to leave you? <laughs> After a year or two, yeah. it's like, man, everybody want to bounce. And I bang with James. But because it's, like, it's that ISO ball, bro. It's that ISO ball. I keep telling y'all, it's not going to work. It's not. This season, this, this season that just ended was the best season that they've had playing that small ball, ISO ball, and it still couldn't work. That wasn't so, the best season. The best season it, was when Old Boy was there, when Chris Paul was there, and they damn near nah, made it to the finals. I feel like this season was more efficient for them. Oh, Offensive, uh, all, all like around, all around, it might have been more efficient with Chris Paul, but just if we're just talking offensively, I feel like it was more efficient with the way they were trying to score. I feel like mm-hmm. this season was better for them. I liked it more when uh, CP was there because CP could shoot, and that's why it really was ele- – that, that type of style of play was elevated. You need somebody who can shoot next to uh, – James Harden. If you don't, bro, it's going to be hard. And we see why Westbrook right. was frustrated with that type of system because we know he ain't going to have a ball in his hands and he can't shoot. He can't spot up. It's like, you don't want to. And it's going to be the same problems for John. So it's like, man. But Chris Paul it was like, damn, near the, the, the best fit you can have in that situation, Chris Paul was it. And he True. still wanted to bounce in a two to three years. So it's just like, damn, James. Because I, I really think it was just – that Dan Tony system of trying to do small ball in a league where that just will not win. Like, well, small ball can win, but ISO with small ball, that that's not going to win. It's not going to get you a championship. Clearly, it's not even going to get you to the championship, let alone win it. But you got a new coach, though. So is this coach going to change something at least? Yeah, I, I feel like you have to. You have to change the entire system. But how, how the coach was talking, I think he said he still want to do small ball. He still oh. want to do James Harden do his thing. That ISO jump, you could do small ball, but that ISO jump got to get out of here. Y'all have to change the entire way y'all offensive scheme was. Like, y'all have to change that entire strategy. Man. I said it before, and I'll say it again. If it's the same thing, we're going to see what we've seen. They'll get to the playoffs. They might win a round, and then they're going home. I said it before, and I'll say it again, bro. Everybody ain't meant to win the championship, bro. Right. But 
James Harden putting up damn near 40 points a game. So I ain't changing shit if I'm James Harden. Coach, if you're trying to change some shit, I still ain't listening to what the fuck you got to say. Okay, trade but it's like, you got a problem with it. at some point, it's like, do you want to keep getting 40 points per game and get all the accolades of scoring that you'll have for your career? Or do you want to try for one season, just try to be a team player <laughs> and not worry about the points? It's and too try to late for that, game. bro. It's too late. It's too uh, late. I don't think it's too – not for one season. Like, to ask him to do this for multiple seasons, yeah, but trying for one se- – and do a trial run season. Let Because we know y'all not going to the championship this year. So yeah. let this be the trial season that you say we can try something new. Let so this be for, the season. So let's, let's put it in a hypothetical world. He goes to the Nets with Kyrie and KD, and you telling him, oh, uh, my boy, to get off the ball, hard to get off the ball. Are you telling me that he's going to listen to what he has to say? And he's oh, going to be goes, back with Mike D'Antoni. He's going to be back with Mike the, D'Antoni. If he goes to the Nets, they're automatically going to go to the um, – they, they should automatically go to the finals, no matter how they play. But the is he going to change his KD. style of play? You, you kind of have to a little bit because you have KD. So, to some extent, you wouldn't have to drastically change it like where you're at in Houston right now. But if you go to the Nets, you got to change it a little bit to incorporate excuse me, to incorporate KD better. I still don't see it working. I know the rumors are still going on with the Harden to Nets, but I, I still can't see it working with KD and Kyrie. Oh, no, it's not. Kyrie would have to be traded. Your, your talent your talent level definitely should get you to the finals alone. Your talent level, duh. But it's just that can't gel. We talking about Bill and Westbrook. You put all three of them together? Oh, hell no, nah, bro. I, I can't see it. I can't see yeah. it. And I'm going to stay on the train of the heat until I'm proven wrong. I'm going to stay on the heat train. For Harden going to the heat? Harden going to the I'm going to stay on the train yeah, until it, I'm proven wrong, bro. It ain't that far out, though. It ain't that far it's out not because it's not really that many landing spots for Harden either. <laughs> that, that, well, what about Philly? Didn't you say Philly, too? Philly, I said Philly or Miami. Those are my yeah. that was, those are my best two spots for him because I don't I like agree. the Nets. I agreed with you with Philly. I like the heat one, too, but I, I definitely agreed with you when you had brought up Philly. But this is my thing with the Philly trade that I've been seeing, bro, because uh, we talked about it before. They want – it looks like the trade that Houston wants is that they want Ben Simmons for Harden. But I'm like, no, I want Harden to play with Ben Simmons. I don't want it to be yeah. Harden and Embiid. I want it to be Harden and Simmons. But it looks like Houston wants Simmons. So I don't, Harden and Embiid on the same team? So it's going to be somebody clogging up the paint? Do you like that for Harden? I ain't really mad that Houston is trying in that situation. So I'm not mad, mad at Houston, but I'm saying is yeah. that what you want for if you're Philly? Yeah, because you get, if you put Ben Simmons with John Wall, I feel like that could work very well. You think that could work? Mm-hmm. It won't. It wouldn't turn Ben Simmons automatically to a shooter, but it'll put him in a lot more situations where he gets more open looks, mid-range at least. I don't know about threes and all and long-range jumpers, but – mid-range, and back to the basket, like how we were saying, you would have to change mm-hmm. his game to play. I feel okay. like playing with John Wall, the attraction of John Wall would be so big that he would have to kind of be open at times, at least yeah. the way I see it. And that's, what, and that's what Ben Simmons really needs. He needs a point guard, especially on this team that he's on now with Philly. He needs somebody that's really going to run the point guard position. And I so feel I like don't Wall's know if they're going to – if it's going to be Tyree uh, – not Tyrese Maxey, but – uh. Is his first name Tyrese? Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. yeah, I think they drafted Maxey in the first mm-hmm. round. I think Maxey is going to play a huge part for that team because I think he can play the point while Ben Simmons plays off the ball or whatever, and you can feed and be uh, uh, moving forward. But I really like Maxey for the uh, for the 76ers, bro. And it's something else I wanted to say. Oh, 
Who won this trade? The Houston Strippers, my G. Houston Strippers <laughs> won this trade. Where did you, you got... get that name? Huh? <laughs> what you mean? Because <laughs> they, they stay in strip clubs. I'm talking about Harden and John Wall. <laughs> Those are strip club legends. They finna stay in the strip club. The Houston strippers, boy, finna go crazy. I'm thinking it's a way deeper meaning than that. And it just, it was very plain and very simple. I thought you had a whole backstory to that. I'm like, the Houston strippers, I was like, I got to figure out why he said it. <laughs> no, I meant like the actual Houston strippers that are in the strip club. <laughs> That's what I meant. They, those are the people that really won the trade because those two dudes in the Houston finna be crazy. Yeah, hard, hard to definitely be sliding. Yeah. John Wall, too. He, he be with, um... Oh, uh, he what's called it? Harden be with little baby in them all the time, so I know they be in. Is his jersey really in the Raptors in the strip club? I think it I is. Think so. Yeah, like, bro, he's a legend. Go he's status, a legend, bro. Go status. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Lou Will going to Magic City. Shout by out the way. to Lou Will. Shout out That's to Lou Will. The Magic City Wings. Yeah. <laughs> they need to get my boy a deal at this point. He he put them on the map. You don't got real. a deal yet? I'm pretty sure he got a deal, no? If, if he do, I just ain't remember. But oh. if he doesn't, he needs one. All right, bro. Let's move on to some more basketball news, bro. We got Leangelo Ball signing with the Detroit Pistons on a one-year non-guaranteed deal. Uh, I remember I said this before, Eggert, bro. You tried to combat it a little bit. I said LeVar is a genius. LeVar is a genius for everything that he's tried to do. But when, when I said this, he only had one son in the NBA, so it looked a little bleak. But now he has all three. He tried to get the shoe deal popping. It's something like that. He tried to innovate. It all didn't come to fruition, but he tried it nonetheless. And at the end of the day, all three of his sons did end up getting to the NBA. So I would end up saying, bro, LeVar is a genius, bro. LeVar is a basketball genius. He's not a genius. He's had his clever moments. And I, I applaud him for going above and beyond to make sure all his kids get in the league. Like, even with the crazy antics that we've, especially me, um, being one of the people who criticized so much, the pressure he put on his kids, like just the way he went about things. I know we've criticized that a lot, but I can't call him genius because there's been a lot of situations that he said was going to happen in 99%. But it of the time all worked out is what it is what happened. Because but everybody was questioning you... his everybody was questioning his moves. Like, why are you sending your son to Lithuania? Why are you taking uh, Oh, I wasn't Lithuania? questioning that. I didn't question him sending them. It was it was a lot overseas. of questions that came from that, bro. Because I, I knew why he sent him overseas to get that professional experience so that way he didn't have to go through the college system and have a better chance of just going straight to the league. Like, I understood that point. So I, I wasn't mad that he did that. But just the fact that he said all three of his sons were going to play for this team, like, he he, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah, tried yeah, to, like, yeah, map out exactly how their yeah, careers yeah, was yeah. going to go. So that's why I just can't call you a genius now because they all in the league. That's like me trying to give a prediction and it happens 10% of the way I said it was going to happen. I'm like, see, I told you, like, no, it it's not. It happened, though. I didn't, I didn't take that too seriously, the Sun thing. And nobody really took that too seriously that everybody was going to be playing for the Lakers and shit like that. We knew, we knew for the most part that it really wasn't going to happen. Right. But we knew everybody, all of his sons, did have a chance to at least get to the NBA, and that did happen. Even though throughout all the questions of why he was taking Leangelo, uh, LaMelo out of high school to go overseas, like, that was a big issue for a lot of people, and a lot of people criticized that. But we see that overseas experience really helped LaMelo get to this point and be a top three pick in the, uh, in the NBA. Right. And taking um, Leangelo out of UCLA and putting him overseas ended up getting him a deal. And this job really felt like out of the blue. I don't even know if he was working out for teams or what, but 
he definitely he definitely been working out dude big like you see yeah. that picture that they posted him i was like bro he was not this big like a year or two ago he, but i'm saying like working out for weight. teams like literally working out for teams though that's oh, what like, oh, was he, like teams that's what I, yeah that's what i meant like was he actually working out for teams like recently like this that's why i said his deal felt like it came out of nowhere i doubt it i i really do feel like it came out of nowhere i don't think he worked out for teams individually but he probably did have a lot of workout tape that he just maybe sent to teams or just had whatever overseas teams like put out publicly for him and stuff like that so I don't feel like he like hit up any particular NBA team and was like this is my film I don't feel like he did that yeah and you know we would have heard about it by now we would have heard about it way before this and you know whose take I'm really interested to hear tomorrow bro who is Skip and damn, Colin Cowherd, because them probably his two biggest haters, and they finna be looking mad with the stuck face tomorrow, bro. For real, for real, bro. All three of them got there, and with well, all his antics too. I don't oh, think Skip really be hating. Skip just be having a lot of questions. Colin be hating. Skip I'm just about to say somebody. One of them be hating. One of them definitely be hating. Skip don't really be hating. He just. He's so concerned about the pressure he always puts on all of them. But he don't back off though. He ain't like he used to be. Oh yeah, he ain't like yeah, he used he to ain't be. What he used to be, yeah. But but that's what Skip's take was a lot. He was like, "Are you sure it's okay to be saying your son is better than Steph Curry?" Like, and Steph hears this and he's responding to it. Like, are you sure mm-hmm. it's okay to do that to your kids? Like, and they're they're not even 21, 22, 23 yet. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it's. I, I see what Skip was saying. He don't really be hating on Lavardo. He just be trying to make sure he look out for the players. But Colin, yeah, Colin be hating. I ain't gonna lie. And all three of them got there. Oh boy. He, Colin he probably still, gonna I, come he, out. Do you think he gonna go back to the Olivar? Because I think he's still gonna be chill though. Yeah, I don't, he, I don't he think he's gonna. I think he's still gonna be chill. Like the, he ain't going the back mission. To the mission has been accomplished. It, yeah. It's no reason to be crazy. Plus, none of them. I think Jello is probably still under the BBB, Big Baller brand thing. But I know um, Lonzo not, and I think, uh, what's you call it, Melo, I don't think he under the brand no more either. But I think Leangelo, oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. might still be under it. I don't so even know if that's like, still a thing. <laughs> is that still a yeah, thing? Yeah, like, they not under your brand no more. They got their own thing. They all in the league now. Like, you prophesized, just chill. You ain't got no reason to be acting crazy no more. Man, 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 it happened, bro. So congratulations to all three of them. Man, yeah, that's going to be an event. But they they aren't the first three brothers to get into the NBA. Always remember the Holiday Brothers was first yeah, with Drew, Justin, and Aaron. They was always remember that was were the first three to get into the and, NBA. And so recently, um, recently everybody paid attention to the Antetokounmpo brothers. Antetokounmpo brothers too. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Zeller, the Zeller brothers was all in the NBA yep, at one I point. Forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Plumley brothers. It's a, it's a lot of. I big forgot things. about the Plumley brothers. Plumley, I yeah, about them. the Plumley brothers, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of bl- probably blanking on another one too. It, it ain't too many, so that's it why it'd be hard many. to remember because yeah. it ain't too many of them. Yeah. So. so shout out to all them, bro. Oh yeah, especially the families, bro. The families yeah. getting all the kids to that point, man. Congratulations to all of them. Uh, all right, bro. I think that's everything I have for the NBA. So we can move on to the NFL. Oh, uh, it was one more thing I wanted to point out. Right. Did LeBron James take a pay cut with this contract that he signed? I thought the same thing, bro. I'm like, because LeBron could be making did, way more than this. If he took a pay cut, I don't we think he took a pay cut, though. Yeah, I'm just saying, if he did, I'm keeping my eyes open because LeBron don't just take pay cuts for no reason. So, Hold on, why are you keeping your eyes open? You talking about eyes open for like Giannis? Because I've been hearing a lot of Giannis to saying, LA type shit. I'm just saying a name. 
I don't know what name, but a name. I feel like we're going to see. If Braun take a pay cut, we, we don't know if it's true or not. But if he did take a pay cut, I'm expecting a big name. One more big name to come to L.A. Yeah, because me and my pops talking about that earlier. Like, we was like, Braun could be making like 50 a year. I don't know why he doing yeah. taking anything less. Because I think they said um, Lillard is the highest paid player right now because he makes right. $44 million a year. And LeBron mm-hmm. will be making 42 and a half or something like that. So I'm like, damn, he could have taken a pay cut. But you got AD to worry about, too. You got I about to say, his, on the team. his contract ain't been announced yet either. So. Exactly. So he, he's still trying to get his bread, too. So that's probably it. If he did take a pick up, that's probably why. To keep AD and make sure AD get his money. The shit, LeBron is set. AD really ain't caught that uh, second big payday yet. All right, bro. Let's move on to uh, anything else? Uh, nope. For, yeah, for NBA, that was it. Today's episode is brought to you by The Gallery. The Gallery is a curated collection of photographs from around the world based out of New York. Although most of us are currently unable to travel the world, this is a great way to bring a piece of the world to you. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, The Gallery is offering our listeners 15% off their purchase by using the code 15OFF. That's 15 capital O capital F capital F. Go to thegallery.com, that's T-H-E-G-A-L-R-Y.com, so your wall will never be boring again. The Gallery, your dream spot is wherever you are. And when is Space Jam coming out? I seen a preview for that uh, other day. Um, I honestly don't know. It's a lot of movies. The world's still crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Braun, I knew, I knew it wasn't going to drop this year, but I feel like Braun was probably going to try to at least drop a trailer or something this year to hype us up for 2021. But the fact that ain't no trailers even dropped yet, I feel like they just had to do like a lot of other films and just stop a lot of stuff recently. So we'll yeah. we'll get it whenever we get it. Because Braun do be posting stuff on his Instagram story, like showing signs of Space Jam mm-hmm. 2 and coming soon and all that. So we'll we'll probably get it around the beginning of 2021. At least a promo anyway. All right, bro. Let's move on to the NFL, bro. First game. Game of the week. Chiefs versus Bucks. I'm not we're not even gonna dive into the Bucks again because we talked about the Bucks last week. The same old Brady Wise type shit. All right. Are the Chiefs <laughs> do you have anything to say on this topic? <laughs> on, on on the Bucks, what you've been seeing? I tweeted it and I still feel this way. It's time to press the panic button in Tampa Bay. What did, what did you is, mean by that? It's time to panic. We are not Super Bowl bound. We are not – I don't even see us favors for the NFC to make it to the Super Bowl. We have a chance still, but I do not have confidence to sit here and say, this is how you know I'm a true Bucks fan. I'm not one of them Bucks fans that's just delusional as hell. No, I no, really no. I don't, like, I don't like when you say that, bro. I don't like when you say that. Because what? this team is a team that should be doing way better than what they're doing. That's what doing. I'm saying. So if that's you had, if you if you even said if the Bucks would go 12 and four this year, that's not delusional to say the Bucks should have went 12 and four this year. That's not. Delusional. I'm saying I said they should have went 11 and five. They they're not gonna go 11 and five. They'll probably go 10 and six or nine and seven at this point. The way that they're playing, unless they just run the table for the rest of the season, which I don't see happening. Mm-hmm. But I honestly feel like this season. Specifically this season, not, I'm, I'm not counting Brady entire time with the Bucks, but for this season specifically, it's Super Bowl or bust. Like it's make it to the Super Bowl or bust. I don't care if we go 15 and one, 
14 and 2, 13 and 3, and so on and so forth. Whatever our record is, once we get to the playoffs, we have no excuse to not make it to the Super Bowl. And right now, like I like I sounded at the beginning of the season, we're not the favorites to make it to the Super Bowl anymore out of the NFC, which is not. We're one of the top four or five teams still, but other than that, I, I can't give us too much pat, of a, pat on the back. Brady looking old, Father Time creeping up on him. He could still do something, but hey. you definitely see <laughs> age catching up. And then everybody else has got to step up. Re- receivers got to stop getting jammed up. Mike Evans, I done put a lot of clout on your name, boy. You did. You getting jammed lot. up by four a weeks in a row. I, don't, I can't <laughs> even defend that. Uh, the defense – Defense still up there as far as what we – They're not as good. They're not as dominant as they used to be, though. They're not as The last two, three weeks, it's been a lot of question marks, but Mm -hmm. I still got faith in our defense. But Brady and our receivers and and our offensive strategy, we just – we got to figure out a lot of question marks before the playoffs get here. Yeah, bro, definitely. Damn, I meant to ask you something. But, yeah, bro, it's a whole lot of shit going on with the Bucs, right? I really can't call it. But with every pick that man Brady throws – Y'all are regretting letting go of that. No, we're not. No, we're not. I don't even know. I don't know who you're talking about. No, real shit, real shit, real shit, real shit, real shit here. Because y'all seven and five right now. Y'all seven and five. If Jameis Winston was on this team, knew I Jameis was on this team, what would be y'all record right now? Probably seven and five. Okay. That's all I wanted you to say. That's all I I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear, though. Either seven and five, maybe six and four at the worst. Not not six and four, but um, you know what I mean. Shit. So, so Jameis Winston would have been the same type of quarterback, is what you're saying? Not the same type of quarterback. No, 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 no. We have the same type of record. See, this is what you're doing. You trying to see? You trying to trip me up? You trying to trip me up? We either be, we would either be six and six right now, or seven and five. That's the that's the only way I can see. It. That's the only way I can say it. Talent wise, no, I don't miss this man. Like, no. But record wise, well, Brady is doing Jameis like things, is he not? With all these picks, dumbass picks too. Dumbass picks. A lot of picks. Oh my goodness. This shit got me so mad on I don't even know who this guy is that you're talking about. I don't know who he is. I don't know who This man gave you five years of his life. This man gave you five years of his life. Ooh, I don't know. I don't I don't know who you're talking about. This man flaw. But look, on Sunday, bro, during the broadcast, Romo was getting me so tight, bro, because Dude kept giving Brady excuses. Yeah, he, he, like, he did. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, no, no. No, that's the receiver's part. The receiver got to do this. Like, y'all wasn't giving Jameis Winston all these excuses. If, if Jameis threw a pick, it was Jameis' fault. But when it's Brady throwing a pick, it's, oh, no, the receiver got to do this. Or the yeah. tight end got to do this. I'm like, damn. Y'all niggas wasn't doing this last year. That shit was crazy yeah, when I was listening. I, I really agree because it's like you got to hold every player accountable. And Brady is that type of player. Like, exactly. yeah, I, I made some dumbass throws. Like, I made some stupid behind interceptions. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, Brady doesn't even – he doesn't take he, – he doesn't like giving himself excuses. So, I don't know why we do that to him. He's definitely the – he's the great leader who will hold himself accountable. That's why we see him on the sideline so pissed off. Like, if he throws an interception, he's just as pissed as us. Like, how the hell could I do that? Like, he's the first one to grab the board and watch the play over again. So, I I know um, the O-line is kind of shitty right now, but Brady, y'all, you got to – Y'all center retired because of a yeah. career-ending injury. Career-ending yeah. injury for y'all center. forgot his name. So, it's yeah. um, I, I forgot his name, too. It, it'd be hard to remember his name because it sounds so weird. But, um, <laughs> yeah, something mm. like that. But uh, O-line is trash right now, but still, we got to make do what it do and just get it done. 
And we got to go back to our run game. Like, Ronald Jones definitely needs more touches. Uh, what you call Leonard Fournette, he needs to get in a lot more as well. I, I feel like we need to go back to that run game because about three, four weeks ago, when Ronald Jones was getting hella, hella touches, we, we definitely had a better chance That's to win I'm games saying. or yeah. we were winning games. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, during the Carolina game, Ronald Jones went crazy. Brady was still throwing picks in that Carolina game, but y'all still blew out the Panthers because of the running game. And it's funny because the coach, Arian, says it every week, like, okay, we're going to get Ronald Jones more involved. We're going to get Ronald Jones more involved. And it doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen, bro. You see what happened on Sunday when he got the ball, how explosive he can be when you just right. get the ball in his hands. So get this man some more touches, Meryl. Come on. All, everything was a deep pass felt like on Sunday. It's like, man, yeah. where's your creativity? Where are the, the posts, the ends, the comebacks? the screens? Bro, <laughs> everything felt like it was a fly. Brady was throwing everything deep. I'm like, God damn, my G. I, so, yeah, we talked about it more last week. I don't know what you want to say is the bigger excuse, uh, the coach or Brady. Who would you blame more? Ain't nobody I can really blame more right now. It's just it's total blame all around. Brady got to play better. Receivers got to play better. Uh, offensive coordinators, we, we got to do a better job at incorporating the run game again. And defense, just hold hold as strong as y'all can because y'all keeping us in games, but we just not scoring. Yeah. And it's crazy because they only held them to 27 because that person. I thought that game was going to be a rout. Tyreek Hill was going crazy. 200 yards in, <laughs> in the, the first, first quarter. quarter. Not first <laughs> half. The first quarter. Bruh. That man was going crazy. I thought y'all was going to get blown out by 40. That's I'm glad you. I was at work, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I was Carlton pissed. Davis, bro. I didn't like how y'all was doing, my man. Leaving him out on an island. That shit was crazy, bro. You can't leave nobody on an island with that man, bro. And let's move on to the Chiefs, bro. Are they the favorites in the AFC above the Steelers? Uh, for majority of the season, I did have them as the number one favorite just because they, they the reigning champs and they only got one L. But right now, I would have to say the Steelers. The Steelers have taken, over the past two weeks, the Steelers have taken that number one spot in the AFC to make it to the Super Bowl. I would say the Chiefs, bro, just off Patrick Mahomes alone. Who do I trust more? Patrick Mahomes or Ben Roethlisberger? I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes, bro, because I know he can pull you out of a hole. He going to put the foot on your neck when he need to put the foot on your neck. And he can just pull you out of anything. So I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes, and I would say the Chiefs are the favorites, bro, because of his abilities alone. I mean, I don't question that. I definitely do believe Patrick Mahomes will be the overlying factor on who will get the edge in the game. But mm -hmm. I honestly feel like we're seeing something special with the Steelers. And like I said before, it's just there's no hype around this team at all. This is the least hype, undefeated, but, but or doing well team I have ever seen. Like Somebody, had said, it today. somebody had said it today on Twitter. Somebody was like, they might be the least hype because they're – the uh, what did they say? It might be the worst eleven and zero team or something like that. That's probably oh. why they're the least hyped because they're probably the worst eleven and zero team. I can't they've say They've been that. skipped. They've been getting by a lot of these games where you like, ooh, that was an ugly dub. That was an ugly dub for eleven and zero undefeated team. It's a dub regardless. They it's win a dub. It regardless it's a dub. Though. But it's a. Are you the worst undefeated team? If you go undefeated, I see it is. In the NFL, it, it just really doesn't matter how ugly the wins are. If you are undefeated this late in the season, 
I feel like you need the hype. You deserve the hype at that point. Like, like, like today, for example, this should have been an easy win for the for the uh, for the Steelers, but they in a dog fight with the Ravens. But mostly I, because I can't... Of they, most because of their offense without Lamar Jackson and RG three didn't throw the ball at all. <laughs> they didn't throw the ball at all, bro. Them, so why are you in a dog fight with the damn Ravens when they missing like ten to twelve starters? The division games will bring out the weirdest shit. I promise you. Like I you agree said, with that, bro. But it's it's something about that 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 makes you question them. Like you said, they missing all these starters, and it should be a clear, easy win on a Wednesday afternoon. It should be Wednesday a clear, afternoon. easy win. But instead, it was a divisional tough game, like it always is. I, that's what I always say. I never overlook them divisional games because it could be a clearest day, one team advantage, and it'll be a dog fight like you never seen. Yeah, but I'm gonna say this though, bro. The Ravens, they could have won that damn game today. The Ravens real deal could have won that game today, bro, because uh, it was something at the end of the first half. They, they, they really scored a touchdown, but they didn't review the touchdown, and they were stopped at the one, yeah. and all that bullshit happened at the end of the first half. They could have won this game. RG3 could have beat the undefeated Steelers. That shit was crazy. And he didn't throw the ball at all. Shit was blowing my mind. That, that that's the shit that blew me. I'm like, damn, do y'all just not trust him? Like, <laughs> bro, that nigga was running everything, bro. <laughs> Either he was getting sacked, he was throwing it to the running back, or he was running. It was it was always only those three, <laughs> bro. That shit was hilarious, bro. But yeah, that was some hell going on with that game. But let's move on to the Seahawks versus the Eagles, man. I'm not even gonna talk about Wentz. We already know about Wentz. He should be benched. We already talked about it before. But let's talk about the coach. We really haven't talked about the coach at all this season, but that's really been the name in uh, talks this week. How you feel about Doug Peterson? Is he on the hot seat? Doug need to get swept under the rug. That's all I'm going to say. Mean that gone. need to be out of here. <laughs> need, need to be out. Sweep him under the rug, roll the rug up, throw it in the dumpster. Need to be out of here. That easy? So you yeah. so you saying this season is more on Peterson than Wentz? I feel like this season is more on Wentz, but this is just this is un this is inexcusable what we're seeing from Doug Peterson. I feel like there should have been a change at quarterback by now. I said this. I I said this a couple of weeks ago. I said Jalen Hurts might as well just start for the rest of the season. If if this is all we're gonna see from Carson Wentz, uh, Jalen Hurts might as well start. The fact that that change has not been made, the fact that they're they're losing games that they actually have a fight in, and they're yeah. just shooting themselves in the foot. That's it's crazy. Like, at some point, Doug Peterson has to get some blame. And the past couple of seasons is ever since that Super Bowl win, it's like they've been on a downward slope ever since. So I feel like it's time for a coaching change at this point. I don't know mm. if it'll be after this season or maybe giving them one more season, but come twenty twenty two, he will not be the head coach. I'll give him maybe one more year. He gotta do the quarterback change first. He gotta give me, show me what you can do with with damn uh Hurts first before you leave. At least show yeah. me what you can do with Hurts. Yeah, that's but, why I say I'll give him one more. At most, I'll give him one more year. If they yeah. fired him this year, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'll probably give him one more year to have Hurts start, and let's see what you do with that. But the, and somebody had brought up this point: the way he's utilizing Hurts is just weird because he throws him in for one play. He really ain't doing nothing when he's in there. He probably throwing exactly. it or something like that. And then he gets taken right back out of the game. It's like, you're not really gaining any experience just off that one play alone. And somebody had brought up this point. They was like, maybe somebody from above, above uh, P- 
Peterson. So the GM or the owner is telling Peterson that you need to play J uh, Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz ain't getting it done, but you need to play Jalen Hurts. But he wants to throw Jalen Hurts out there for that one play and tell the owner, tell the GM, see, I played him, but he really wants to stick with Wentz. He really doesn't want to go with Jalen Hurts. He's only playing Hurts because somebody above him is telling him that you need to play Hurts because Wentz is struggling like he's struggling. But he really doesn't want to go with Hurts right now, bro. And you can tell it's a struggle for him. It's a real struggle for him right now. I feel like with Carson Wentz early in his career, what was it? It was injuries. So, yeah, a lot of injury-prone situations with Carson Wentz. Now, injuries aren't a problem. Now it's just the fact that you, you suck. Like, like you're just – you're not good right now. You're very – you're underachieving in very miserable fashion at this point. And all signs point to you needing to be benched. So, for Doug Peterson, I don't care how much you want to start him. If you want to keep your job and if you want to have a better chance of winning football games, you got to put Jalen Hurts in. And my biggest question from this is, how much does a Super Bowl ring – how much time does it buy you? Does it only buy you three years? That shit feels kind of quick to me. But it, three years it always the Super Bowl win is crazy. It depends on how hard your downward slope is, and it how it depends on when your slope even begins. Like their downward slope literally started right after they won the Super Bowl. The next season after, like you seen made the, the playoffs after that. They, they made the playoffs. Home. They made the playoffs, but it was like you see this is nothing like the team that just won a ring. Like, it's, it's nothing like that team. And then the year after that, it was like, okay, this is definitely not going in the right direction, and now here we are. Mm -hmm. I feel like you still should be able to eat up, especially when your franchise never won a Super Bowl before me. But when I got here, you win a Super Bowl, and I can only eat off a Super Bowl for three years? That's, that's it. That just feels quick, bro. So I would give him one more year. I would give him one more year. Hopefully we see Hurts, see what Hurts can do. And if Hurts don't do nothing at the end of the season, go back with Carson and see if Carson can just get his mind right, come back with some new weapons or something. Uh, start a rebuild. I don't know what to do with this Eagles franchise because they're in a weird position. They're not, they're not old, but they're not young. So it's just right. like, where do you really go from here? Do you want to start a whole rebuild now and move on from Carson? Or do you want to keep I, I wouldn't start. with this team? I want to start a whole rebuild, uh, trying to get some free agency moves. I definitely try and do that. Uh, right now with the cap space, it's kind of hard to really do any type of big trades because of all the money put into Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. And he's he's a free agent, what, 2025? Yeah, oh, he, he's, he's signed. <laughs> he ain't yeah, going. I don't, I don't yeah. think they got any money to even really play with until, like, 2023, you know. So, I – I don't know how they would handle that situation. Uh, it would just really have to be have some to draft free well. You have, have to, to draft have well. To draft well. And some free agency stuff would just have to happen. You can't do mm. no big trades. Yeah, bro. But I would give I would give him one more year. Like I said, you got to be able to eat off a Super Bowl for more than three <laughs> years, bro. It, it just don't feel right to eat <laughs> off a Super Bowl for three years, bro. It just don't feel right. All right, Brian. Uh, I want to talk about DK a little bit. DK showed his ass on Monday. Um, didn't didn't they say the defensive coordinator for the Eagles had said something to him that got him hot? Yeah, he uh, he it because you know I I said it weeks ago, and then a lot of other people started saying it like this Megatron comparison. We still don't believe it. Go you ahead. don't believe it. <laughs> we still don't believe it. Go ahead. <laughs> the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, he was basically saying, look, he can get to that level, 
but I've seen Megatron play. He's not that right now. Like, that's not what DK is right now. And DK said he did. He put the Jordan thing. I took that personally. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny is I didn't see anything wrong with the coach's comment. Like, he didn't – what he said wasn't wrong. It wasn't really nothing wrong with it. But, (laughs) I mean, as a player, like, you probably sitting there like – he. DK probably had that moment like, I know I'm that nigga. Like, you, you're not going to try me like that. Like, I, I definitely am like that right now. So, I, I'm, I listen to what you said. Watch how I get this dub. 177 yards, 10 receptions. He showed his ass, though. He showed his ass. But, I, yeah, I've seen more comparisons to Calvin Johnson. It's just like, I can't give it to him. I cannot give it bro, to him, bro. At I some point in time, with, with, certain, with certain sports and with certain athletes, we got to be willing to go with the times and realize oh. some of these players are giving us this reminiscent This is what vibes. I meant to bring up. This is why I wanted to talk about DK. Because y'all niggas tagged me something, something on Facebook with the, with the stats or whatever. And that's when I was like, numbers definitely lie, bro. No, no, just because those numbers are comparable don't mean anything, my nigga. They don't mean anything. DK is playing with Russell Wilson, top quarterback in the league. My nigga, my nigga Calvin Johnson was playing with some trash his first couple of years. Don't Matt forget. Stafford's and don't and don't and don't act like Matt Stafford was an elite quarterback. He was good, but he wasn't elite. Like Calvin Johnson made he, Matt Stafford. I would say that. He's always been a deep ball thrower. What are you talking about? And that's how oh. Calvin Johnson always ate off of deep balls. All I'm saying is Calvin Johnson made Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford isn't talking about nearly as enough with, uh, without Calvin Johnson. That is true, but so, we're not going to act like Matt Stafford's main contribution to Calvin Johnson wasn't his strong suit in the first place. The same strong suit that Matt, that, Matt, um, that Matt Stafford has now, that strong arm, deep ball ability, he's had that since he's gotten into the league. It's just it's so happens that a lot of worked. the throws – What? <laughs> I said it's work, but it's not Russell Wilson, bro. I know it's not Russell Wilson, but it's like shit, like – Calvin Johnson mainly ate off of deep balls, and you really got Matt Stafford. That's his strong suit. So it went hand in hand. Matt Stafford was good, but I'm talking about the first couple of years. That's what that's what that was on the comparison. It was the first couple of years. First couple of years he did have yeah, uh, Matt Stafford within the first two or three seasons. Yeah, I think first it was. yeah, first yeah. two seasons because this DK second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. second year. Yeah. yeah, DK second year. So first 27 games. That's what it was. First 27 games, and they had the numbers were comparable or whatever. But his first 27 games, he was playing with. John Kitnud, an old Dante Pepper, and shit like that. So you you basing their stats off playing with him or playing with them and then playing with Russell Wilson. It's just like, it don't work like that. That's why I said numbers lie. Numbers lie in that case, bro. Numbers lie. You still got to make it happen. Plus, DK is a better route runner. Like, I'm going to just tell you that right now. He's a better route runner. Calvin Johnson didn't run routes because he was just going to go up over you. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's what still makes this season impressive for DK because he can run the dig routes and still get you 15-plus yards off of the 15 that he already got off the dig. He can get you – he can do a slant route and turn it into 20 yards as opposed to 5 or 10. He can make catches – he can make his yards after catch way more meaningful, just like how Calvin Johnson made the deep ball 50 or 60 yards. He, he can make that meaningful, so – I will say I, feel like it's the same. I don't know what it was about Calvin Johnson, but it was some different natural shit that and he that's had what we're seeing that now, DK bro. does not have. DK, wow. DK was built in a lab. DK was built in a lab. 
that shit Calvin Johnson had was just some natural shit. And it's something that I can't even tell you what it was. DK but it's just watching him. His aura was just different, bro. It's like that with DK, bro. It's I haven't felt like that, that yet, bro. I haven't felt that. DK definitely top three receiver in the league. But the I haven't felt a Calvin Johnson type of aura around The nostalgia him, is keeping you from feeling it, bro. I promise you the mm. nostalgia is keeping you from feeling it. You just don't want mm. – you don't want the day to come when somebody is actually – on par or damn near gets better than Calvin Johnson. Nah, You're just not ready for that. Nah, that ain't going you got him in him. You got him in your top two. So all receivers all time. That's why you don't want to see it happen. I'm being unbiased. You're being very biased. <laughs> oh no, nah, bro. I'm, I'm still stick with what I said. Putting up days. It, putting up days I like he did. Four five weeks. I said it four five weeks ago, and I say it again today. DK the best receiver in the league. I'm everybody's just not getting on the train. I'm not going to hop on that best. Like I said, top three. I'll definitely rob a top three. But I'm going to tell y'all this. Tyreek Hill? I've been saying D-Hop for all this time, but Tyreek Hill is top the best three. wide receiver in the league. He's the best wide receiver in the league. And I said this before. The se- I said he was top five before the season. I had went on um, the Dead End Hip Hop uh, podcast, yeah. and I said it. I said, he top five. Niggas was looking at me crazy. They said, Tyreek top five? <laughs> and we seeing what he doing right now, bro. And it just isn't his speed, bro. He can give you any route you need. Oh, he yeah, just know for he just know for getting deep because of his speed. But he can give you a dig. But it's also back, his slant, speed. Whatever. It's his. But speed his speed is his main component. Do. But he can run every route though. But I'm saying it's his speed that enables him to oh, run yeah, any route. Yeah, he yeah. can run a slant quicker than anybody. He can run a a go route quicker than anybody. The way he can cut. And the way he could torque his body allows him to do dig routes oh, yeah. and uh and post routes way better than anybody else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Football is all about speed. Speed is gonna kill on football regardless. So that's definitely your biggest outset, uh, biggest asset. But he can still run every route in the route tree. I don't I don't want him to be labeled as just a deep route runner when that's just mm-hmm. not what he is. He definitely does way more than that. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And that's what's something I wanted to talk about because I remember comparing him and Michael, uh, Michael Thomas. And I was talking about, I was like, Michael Thomas doesn't really run everything in the route tree. Michael Thomas runs a slant, he run a deep post, he run it in, he run it out. It ain't really too much to the route tree. When Tyreek Hill give you way more than that, way more variety when it comes to the route tree. That's why I always sweeps. go with him. He can do jet sweeps, he can do all that. Whatever you want. He can be a running back if you want to be a running back. He can be a wide receiver and an elite wide receiver. Because isn't he leading the league in uh, receptions? Uh, receiving uh, yards. Nah, DK just grabbed the top spot with receiving. Oh, he did. DK grabbed the top spot. I think it's DK, Tyreek, Travis Kelsey, and then DeAndre Hopkins, and then dude from Washington. Oh, McLaurin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's top five right now for receiving yards. Shout out to Travis Kelsey, by the way. Tight end in the top three? That's big time. For receiving yards? That's big time. A week or two ago, he damn near had the number one spot. And I'm like, what? Tight end? Number one in receiving yards. First ballot, Crazy. bro. They had set it on the uh, on the bracket. They're like, he first ballot Hall of Famer. And there's no oh, yeah. reason why you can't say that. Because <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, damn, like, Travis Kelsey never pops into my mind as being like a, a Hall of Fame tight end. But he is. He's been consistent for a hell of a long time now. It's like, yeah, we got, really got to put him up there now. Definitely got to put him up there. All right. And I think that's all I have for the games. That was all the interesting games to me. All right, bro, let's move on to Two Wild Wednesday. Yes, sir. 
Hey, bro, I'm going to tell y'all this, boy. Edgar. <laughs> what? Hey, Canadians was at Edgar Neck for two hours. <laughs> I had beef with Canada today, boy. Them Canadians <laughs> was on me. Boy, they, you would have thought I said something about Drake the way they was coming at me, boy. <laughs> We're going to start with that one. We're going to start with that one. We're going to start with that one. That shit was crazy, bro. They was commenting. They was commenting. <laughs> Them boys was quoting a tweet. Man, they was going crazy. But this is, what, this is what the statement was. All right. So it says, Canada is in trouble of losing its second NBA team by the Raptors temporarily moving to Tampa. Too wild or not too wild. And the whole Canada just went crazy. Bro, we had damn near, damn near 100 votes on this damn poll, bro. It was at Edgar Neck. It was talking about America think they can always take some shit. <laughs> they was like, y'all boys don't need a podcast. What y'all talking about? I'm like, bro, they was at Edgar like, bro, shit. Is this a poll, bro? Is this a poll? Is this a poll? <laughs> shit crazy, bro. And the biggest thing the, is the reactions, it, the reactions yeah. weren't matching the votes. They, they, they really wasn't. <laughs> he was telling us to log off. Then they were trying to talk about why Toronto was such a great city. It's just like, bro, we're not trying to take that. Right no one said it wasn't. Well, I'm, as, I'm, I'm posing a proposition. That's all I'm doing. I'm from Florida. I'm going to pose the proposition. It was so many comments for this tweet. This shit was hilarious, bro. But uh, yeah, what you put? Too wild or not too wild for this? I put not too wild. Um, I don't think it'll happen, but it's not too wild to think it. Um, Florida is a great state. We've seen how with the bubble, how everything was so easy to operate and incorporate. We've seen how easy it was for players to um, to mingle and still do what they need to do COVID-wise. And right now, Canada – they they got real strict shutdown rules with COVID, and we we don't know how long this will temporarily be. They're saying just for this season, but what if COVID just stays like this and it's it goes into the next season after this upcoming one for the NBA, and then we're at a point again next October where hey, the Raptors gonna stay in Tampa <laughs> for another season, and it gets to the point where you really oh, like damn. Especially if the season is successful, if they have a strong playoff season possibly championship within the next season or two like who knows what could happen like <laughs> what what if they go above and beyond in Tampa and everybody like damn we might need the third basketball team in Florida you know what I'm saying so not crazy to think about I don't think it'll happen though I'm trying to be realistic but if, if being optimistic fifth, it's not crazy if if was a fifth this nigga would be drunk bruh hey Toronto Canada bro. I'm, I'm standing with y'all bro. I put too wild for this poll for the in the first place bro. too wild I can't see them three teams in Florida. I just don't like it anyway. I don't like them for Tampa. Tampa really don't need no sports team, especially when you got Orlando and Miami. And they fit perfectly for that team. A lot of, uh, a lot of cultural influence for them. A lot of international influence for the Toronto Raptors. And I want that to stay in Canada. They need some type of team, bro. They need some type of team in Canada, bro. We don't need that Vancouver shit to happen where Vancouver was taken away. We need them to stay yeah. a team in Canada, bro. Definitely. So even if this shit does stick around, I think by the time this it does end, they will be back in Canada. Even if this does go over a year, I think they will right. be eventually back in Canada. So too wild, bro. Canada, I'm with y'all, man. No, no, don't listen to this nigga. Bro, them boys. I'm people in the whole country today. Like I didn't even know how to feel. Like every time I looked at my phone, it was a new, it was a new notification saying how I, we either just weren't educated. Dude, it was really at your neck, 
this, this is how you must have felt when uh when you did that video. <laughs> what video? Remember on IG? Oh, Casey Hill shit. Casey yeah, Hill shit. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> this, this was that times like a thousand. Like, <laughs> bro, you had a whole country after your ass, bro. A whole country was after this nigga, bro. <laughs> Literally, they wasn't even vote. They wasn't even voting on the poll. They, they were just they, they, was they were just staring. commenting on shit. They were just commenting, bro. They was. That's what I said the reactions just weren't matching the votes. <laughs> Put your energy into your votes, like <laughs> let that be your voice. Oh, bro, that shit was hilarious, bro. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. So, uh, Tyreek Hill and DK Metcalf are the. Uh, two best receivers in the NFL. Too wild, not too wild. Not too wild. We already went into it. I've, uh, you know how I feel about DK, and I know how you feel about Tyreek. So I agree. They're both top three in the league right now. I put too wild because it's Tyreek and DeAndre Hopkins. But like I yep, said, DK you're drunk. <laughs> but like I said, DeAndre is definitely two. And then I got you're DK drunk. Three. You're just trying DK to three. deny respect. The respect the three. Respect the three. Right. Respect the three. Right. That's all I'm saying, bro. Take a process, man. Take your time. Respect, you know what I'm saying? respect your eyes. Respect uh, the respect eye test. Eye, man. That's all I'm saying, man. Hey, you talk hey. about new eye Jameis and everything, but you don't want to use your regular eyes. <laughs> Damn, man. Have you seen D Hop? Yeah. D Hop is nothing to blow it's no uh blow your nose at. I know it's not, but DK is definitely the number one receiver in the league right now. Don't agree. Moving on. <laughs> Father Time has called up the to Tom Brady. Too wild or not too wild. Not too wild. I gave my piece on that. Don't really want to talk about it again. Yeah. He, he could still do a little something, but Father Time definitely is catching up to his ass. That's what I meant to say. I'm surprised Max Kellerman hasn't said anything about this. Has he even yeah. talked about this? If he has, I haven't seen any clips or anything. Yeah, because I only watch clips now. I really don't watch the whole show. So but I haven't I, seen I him think talk it's, about this. I think he hasn't brought it up now because it's like you, you said this like, what? Five years ago, <laughs> so it's like it coming true now. But, but this is his time to shine. This is but, his time to shine now. It coming true now doesn't count anymore. Like <laughs> you, you had a two to three year window where you could have taught shit for this happening. But five years later, like obviously he's not gonna be the same anymore. Obviously, <laughs> he's in his forties now. Like duh, like we don't we don't expect him to still be at that level. <laughs> I put too wild for this poll, honestly. I put too wild for this because I think he still has the ability, but the play calling is the problem. And uh, Brady, not Brady, but Romo was giving a lot of examples on the um, on the broadcast. They don't do a lot of motions, so Brady can't see the coverage. They did a lot of that in New England. So the shit that he's doing, in, or he used to do in New England, he's not doing in Tampa Bay, which made it easier for him. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel like he still has the ability. He still has the deep arm. He can still throw it deep, but he can't throw it deep goddamn every play. So yeah. I think he still has Plus, the ability. It's like Brady has never really been a mobile quarterback at all throughout his career, but it's evident as hell now that he really can't move at all. He doesn't even try to break out the pocket now. Like oh, yeah, years ago, like five years ago, like I just said, he'll try to at least break out the pocket. It's like now, bro, I'm either finna throw the ball or I'm taking a sack. One or the other. Yeah, yeah. The whole lot of this nigga, nigga hitting this shit. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm like, damn, bro, like, at least try to do some type of scramble. Like, God, oh, dang. Nah, nah, nah. Brady said, I'm cool. You got to go to the sideline. You ain't got to go to the sideline with the scramble, but get to the hash marks at least. Like, damn. Brady said, I'm cool. Y'all niggas just block. Y'all niggas get open. <laughs> Y'all niggas get open is what you say. But, yeah, that was uh, 74% not too wild for Tom Brady. For the Tyreek Hill and DK, that was 59% not, uh, five, yeah, 59% not too wild. All right, 
Doug Peterson will be fired by the Eagles after the season. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, not too wild. Like I said, I probably would give him maybe one more year, but it, it's not too wild to think that they'll get rid of him after this one. Yeah, not too wild. And that was 86% not too wild. Ohio State will miss the college football playoff. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Uh, the amount of games that they've played don't match up to everyone else's. Uh, even though I, I get it, they're basing it off the talent that they still have, which is no. still keeping them. They're not. What? They said if they don't get to six games by the next two weeks, if they don't play their next two games, they don't get to play in the Big Ten championship game. And they have to play in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, that's what I've been hearing to get to the college football playoff. But I'm just saying, I think they ranked them as high as they did based – like, before they even played oh, the yeah, game. Oh, they, yeah, ranking them on talent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. They're, they're ranking them off of the talent from last year. So, I feel like that's the only thing keeping them where they are, like you said, though. Like, if mm. they don't play these last two games or if they're, they're not eligible for their conference championship or whatever, mm. it, it's, it's out the water for them. Plus, I feel like, anyway, even if they do play the next couple games and get eligible – I still feel like Ohio State won't make it. I feel like another team they're gonna make lose it. or something like that. That's what that I feel like they'll just get outvoted for the college football playoff. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna get outvoted because, like, who's gonna jump over them? Texas A&M, like Texas, Texas A&M, A&M, maybe Florida. I don't know. Florida, Florida has to win against Alabama to get in. Like everybody yeah, knows, they, they but they're the only team. Not, they're not the only team, but they're the team outside of the top four right now that really controls their own destiny. If you yeah. win out, you get in. So y'all have to win out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think Texas A&M needs Clemson to lose against Notre Dame, and they need Alabama to beat Florida. Yeah, they, they, need, they need a bunch of shit to happen. Yeah. It's like with Florida, Florida just got to keep winning. Yeah, got to keep winning. Yeah. Got to keep winning. Got to keep winning, bro. But, yeah, for Ohio State, though, I really feel like – I don't feel like they're going to make it. it. It's not too wild to say that they won't. I'll put, I'll put two wild because I think they will play their next two games and end up playing the Big Ten Championship game. But they said Michigan isn't playing this week. They, uh, they canceled their game for this week. And they play Michigan. Ohio State plays Michigan next week. And Michigan can cancel again. And this is some crazy shit I heard, right? This is some crazy shit I heard. They said it's a lot of teams that are canceling games not because of COVID, but because they don't want to play against a team because they feel like they're going to get embarrassed. And we already see what Michigan has looked like this season. And if you can be an obstacle for Ohio State not to get to the college football playoff, cancel the game. Y'all been getting y'all ass what for years, and now you scared to play these guys? I don't no, want to hear that. But, no, but I'm, saying, that. but I'm saying they can really play spoiler by canceling this game because they won't be eligible for the college football playoff. I mean, for the uh, Big Ten Championship game. So you can that. really ruin their chances if you cancel this game. You Let's can go, really go ruin their chances. Just going to go ahead and say it. That is a bitch move to hey, do Is that. it a bitch move? Yeah. Yes. But will it be smart? And will it, will it help you feel good about yourself? Intelligence does not you? excuse bitch move. Intelligence does not excuse bitch move. But will you be happy with yourself? Will you be satisfied on the inside because Ohio State is not in the college football playoff? If you're Michigan, will you be satisfied? That's your rival, and they don't get into the college football playoff. I mean, yeah, can't. if you're Michigan, hell yeah, you're going to be satisfied. That's what I'm saying. So if Michigan cancels, they like that. <laughs> them niggas ain't getting in because we canceled. Shit, fuck them niggas. Y'all been beating our ass for years now. Y'all don't get in because of us. So really, yeah. who really won? So who really nobody, won? Nobody. Like, <laughs> who really won? Literally nobody won. No, nobody played. 
<laughs> nobody played, so literally nobody won. Like. <laughs> yeah, bro. So it's really up in the air for next week's game with Michigan. But if they do not play Michigan next week, like I said, with how everything is sitting right now, they have to play six games to get to the Big Ten championship game. And they have to play in the Big Ten championship. So going to be around two weeks. Wild two weeks. But I put two wild. And that was 58%, not too wild. Uh, okay, moving on to the next one. The Browns are the best 8-3 and three team in the NFL. The other 8-3 and three teams are the Packers, the Titans, the Seahawks, and the Bills. Too wild or not too wild? Too wild. I like all those teams over the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. Because it's funny because it's I, I really felt like I was putting a lot of too, not too wild shit. So I was like, let me put some real wild shit. Well, I know niggas, <laughs> but these niggas went crazy. Like, this had the most votes, 93% too wild. Exactly. He's like, nah, the Browns not it, my guy. It was a hundred. See, that's why I hate delusional fans. Cause it was a hundred percent for at least four hours, and then somebody just had to say not too wild. Not too wild. I put. That's why I hate delusional fans. I put not too wild. I was like, too many niggas putting too wild. Let me be the ah nigga. Let me be that ah nigga. But this had forty-two votes though, so niggas really don't like the Browns. That's really what I put it as. That's really what I put it as. But. What's the, who do you think is the best eight and three team that after what I named? I said Packers, Titans, um, Seahawks, Bills, Browns. Packers, Titans, Seahawks, Bills. I'd say right now the Packers and the Seahawks are the two best eight and three teams. And then the Bills probably be right after that. I would say the Titans are the best eight and three team. Love what I'm seeing out of Derrick Henry right now. We said it before. He gets better when at the throughout the season. Gets to the end of the season, playoff time. Get hard to tackle that big nigga. <laughs> Real hard to tackle yeah. that nigga. <laughs> week after week. Yeah, everybody getting tired now. Everybody yeah. hurting a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> you tired of tackling that nigga. So, yeah, most definitely. I feel like it's the Titans. Uh, okay, next one. The NFL won't have any more canceled games. Too wild or not too wild? Too wild. Too many people on each team. Too many people involved in the game. Just too too many variables. I see it. You could definitely say for sure one more game will be canceled. <laughs> one more game, yeah. That's why I put two out, two out, two out. All right, next one. The 76ers will be a top three seed in the East. Two wild or not two wild? Two out. They could be top six. They could be top five, top six, not top three. Mm. This is what I would say. The Heat aren't a regular season team to me. So I kind of dipped them to like the fourth, the fifth seed type shit. I have, I have the Bucks up there. I have the Nets up there. That third spot, though. That Celtics. third spot is really where the Celtics can get right there or the Sixers can get right there. So not too wild to that. I think the Sixers, it has to... What can Doc Rivers bring to this team? Can he make this work somehow? He can make it work. I, I think he can make it work, and that's why I'm saying not too wild. And I like the pickups that they have been doing with Maxi and Seth Curry. I'm telling you right now, if the 76ers are a top three team in the East by the end of the season, don't say nothing to regret. Doc Rivers is getting coach of the year. I promise. Oh, you. okay. Okay. I thought I thought you were gonna say some shit. If the 76ers I chop on my finger or some shit. No. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> If Doc Rivers can get them boys to the third best team in the East, he's winning coach of the year. Possibility? Possibility, bro, because we see – It's not happening, but I'm we, just saying. We've seen what you need to get uh, Ben Simmons to flourish. You need shooters. 
And they have gotten a lot of shooters over the past few weeks, bro, and uh, since draft time. You got Danny Green. You got Seth Curry. You got Maxi. You got Cork Miles now. You know what I'm saying? And they picked up somebody. I'm blanking. I'm blanking on somebody else that they picked up. You got Embiid. He's improving on his game. But you have to have that point guard. I'm really counting on Maxi a lot this season. I think yeah. Maxi is going to have a huge year. Damn near rookie of the year type impact for this team. I think he's going to be that important to their uh, – they're not, they're not going to the title, but the third seed race is what I would say. I think he'll be important to that. So second round of the playoffs type shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Second round of playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I, I want to say it. I don't know. The Heat, do you think the Heat getting back? They could. I don't think they will, though. My, I, I, to, I, I already told you. Either. I already told you my top two teams in the East are the Nets and the, uh, and the Bucks. To make it to make it to the finals out of the East, those are my top two teams. The Heat will probably be like my third or fourth option. Yeah, yeah, they probably my fourth, fifth. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I got. I, I want the I want the young people to develop, but it's like, damn, I want to win at the same time. So I I probably say they're my third option, and I'll probably put Boston as my fourth. Yeah, that's probably how I do it. Mm. All right, bro. Uh, we're going to dive into that more into the NBA preview podcast. That will be later, close to the start of the season, which is 20 days away. Shit really creeping up, my nigga. Yeah. Shit really creeping up. Shit crazy. All right. Uh, next two wild. 20, the 2020 New York Jets are worse than the 2008 Detroit Lions who went uh, winless. Too wild or not too wild? It's not too wild. I really sat and thought this about too, this. This is too wild. It's too wild. I, I, I really sat and thought about this because I really went back and looked at a couple of highlights and just looked at the statistics of that Lions they team. They were garbage. <laughs> and I'm like, this, this is absolutely terrible. And I'm the looking Jets at the aren't Jets. Like that, though. The Jets aren't like that. Yeah, the Jets aren't like that. So, But just off of face value, off face value of the question and off, off the games you've been watching this season, it's not too wild to at least entertain the thought. Because I really had to sit and look. Like, okay, let me match up certain numbers from each of these seasons. You're starting to use that a lot now. You, it's not too wild to entertain the thought. Nigga, yes it's or not. no? Are they are they worse or not? Are they worse or not? It's the point of too wild or not too wild. Are they worse or not? Nah. It's not too wild to think that, though. That's the that's the point of two out of the He started to use that a lot. Now he don't he don't wanna he don't wanna pick a side, so he said it's not too wild. I said wild that with a lot of think. stuff. It's not even too if wild I answer the question, think. even if I said it was too wild, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's too wild. Yeah, it's definitely too wild. The Jets, the Jets have could have easily won a couple of games this season. Like they have the talent, way more talent than the, the Lions did. Uh, back in 2008. So there was nobody on that team. That team was. Just... I think they had Calvin Johnson. That was it. That, that was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> Shit was, it was terrible. terrible. It was, it was not good. Sad, sad times. Sad times. All right, next one. Jamal Murray will be a dark horse in the MVP conversation. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. The performance he put on in the bubble against the Lakers, against um, against the Clippers, like just. Uh, just against all these teams, like, during the stretch, like, nobody's seen the Nuggets lasting that far. Like, it was supposed to be the Lakers and the Clippers. That's what it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be Denver 
damn near making this Cinderella story, even though they were ranked high in the West, but it was still like a Cinderella story because nobody had Denver actually going to the to the finals at all. Uh, mm-hmm. They were like, what, the fourth, fifth option to make it out the West, damn near. So it was damn near a Cinderella story. I feel like Jamal Murray is going to have that same type of season again, being that there won't be any fans, even if um, there are home court advantages with this upcoming season. So I feel like that same type of bubble presence is going to give a lot of players who don't usually shine with the fans is going to give them their moment again to control the game and just put on the show. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all this. Jamal Murray is a playoff performer. During the regular season, that man be chilling. So that same Jamal Murray that y'all seen in the playoffs, he did it last year. Last year, he went crazy in the playoffs. So I'm talking about 2019. He went crazy in the playoffs. The regular season, he was chilling out. He went crazy in the playoffs. This next season, he finna be chilling out. He really don't do nothing crazy to say MVP. Joker, I can see in the MVP conversation. Jamal Murray, he be chilling way too much in the regular season for me to say MVP. So I say too wild. Too wild for that one. That's why I said Dark Horse. I don't see him being a top two, top three favorite for it. But he he can make that sneaky second half of the season run to make you say, oh, we should probably keep an eye for him too. Mm. All right, and the next one, Michigan State already looks championship ready. Too wild or not too wild? And it's college basketball. Uh, not too wild. I've seen they um. I haven't seen all three of the games, but I watched the Duke game. That that shit was <laughs> crazy as hell. Uh, the the score looked close, but Duke just came alive way too late and just narrowed the score. Uh, so the way they beat up on Duke in the first two games that they had this season, I feel like they just they're playing on full cylinders right now, and I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. Me and Quincy watching the Baylor and Illinois game. Both teams undefeated. Baylor number two, Illinois number five. I like what I'm seeing from Baylor too. They got some uh they got some deep shooting um threats right now. So I like Michigan State. Baylor is up there. Uh Gonzaga as usual. Yeah, them probably my top three teams that I'm looking at right now. I ain't really hey. paid attention to North Carolina yet. I don't even think North Carolina really got nobody. North Carolina solid. But I'm gonna tell y'all this. Gonzaga? If everybody stay healthy, yeah. Them boys is winning it all, bro. I don't see nobody beating that team, bro. I swear to you. And North Carolina, Ooh. not North Carolina, but Gonzaga is playing Baylor this weekend. So yeah. it's going to be a good uh, good test for them early in the season. Who I'm North Carolina you. got this season? North Carolina. God, I, I really ain't paid attention to them over the offseason. They got Caleb they Love, got. Dude, Caleb Love, RJ Davis, a couple of big men back from last year. It's like you really gotta watch the game. Unless you've seen him in high school, you really ain't gonna know what I'm talking about. But they got some they got some good pieces though. They got some good pieces though. I was about to say if they got some returning um returning players, I trust them to you know like go yeah. sweet sixteen, yeah. elite eight, but I don't know. I, I gotta watch them play. I ain't watched them play yet this season. Yeah, so. they guards just young. They guards young, but yeah. the big man are big man veterans though. But they solid, they solid. But yeah, Gonzaga, they got Nimhard, Jalen Suggs. If y'all haven't seen Jalen Suggs play yet, yeah. definitely check out Jalen Suggs because he damn near top three pick in the NBA draft <laughs> next year. Nigga is a stud for real. I for seen real. him in high school a little bit. That nigga was rolled in. I didn't know he was going to have this instant impact, but nigga is raw. They got the big nigga named Timmy, and they got Kispert from last year. The team is stout, and they got some other black dude, too. I forgot his name. Uh, Hayayi or some shit like that. He got a weird <laughs> name, but he raw, too. He be, he, be, he be hitting the long ball with the threes. 
Gonzaga? Stat. Nimhard. Transfer from Florida? Hurt my damn heart to see him go hurt, off like he did me, boy, But I'm like, hey, he balling. <laughs> I can't be mad. <laughs> and I told He's Edgar snapping. today. I told Edgar today because I was watching the Florida game. Florida had played against uh, Army today. Army. Yeah. Oh, they were struggling. It was their first game of the season, but they were struggling. And Nimhard was their best right. player by a lot last season. So it was just like, man, seeing Nimhard move on to greener pastures with number one ranked Gonzaga, it hurt me, but it felt and, good. And looking championship bound at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It hurt, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm happy for him, definitely, though, man. I, I want to see the individual shit success. What you said? Yeah, y'all yeah, say, yeah, I want to see the individual success. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the Gators definitely ain't winning no championship this year. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, um, I agree with what you said uh, before we started the pod. Questions around, around Mike White right now? You can't – if you can't do some type of winning this season, you got to go. I, I can't be mad. You got to go. Bro, he has to – he has to show offense, bro. For five years. You've been there for five years. I haven't seen y'all niggas run a plate. Y'all niggas don't run plays. It's either nigga pick and roll or it's nigga or ISO. ISO. It's yeah. ISO drive and kick shit. So it's like, nigga, you're forcing your players to make plays. You're not making it easier for your players. It's like, my nigga, it's too much dribble. Too much dribble, 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 or we pulling. It's like, my nigga, run some type of offense. The shit just look ugly. Come on, bro. Come on, Mike White. So like Edgar said, I was, we was talking before the pod. I was like, if they don't win enough games, my G, I can definitely see Mike White hitting the curb. But the thing about Mike White, he brung in a lot of talent. Like, yeah. Florida wasn't getting real five stars like this for a long time. Like, they brought in uh, Scotty Lewis was a five-star when he came in. Nimhar was like a high four-star. Uh, it was brought another five-star. Man was a five-star. So he, does, he has brought in a lot of talent, but a lot of that talent has not developed, is what I will say. Because a lot of that talent should have been one and done. Like, man and yeah. Scotty Lewis had the, the talent to be one and done. But they're still here, and they're not living up to expectations, how you think they should be. So that's what I say about Mike White. Uh, take that for what you will. Beep! This is a quick ad break. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by State Bags. State Bags makes beautifully well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, State Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to any American channel in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. They're trying to make a difference in local kids' lives, so definitely try to support to get ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling to next, State is offering our listeners 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com using the code POD. That's 15% off your next purchase using the code POD at statebags.com. Uh, all right, next one is Florida will beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. I agree with what you said earlier. I feel like we got the best chance to win the rest of – I feel like as long as we win the rest of our games and somehow, someway pull through with Alabama, I feel like they got no choice but to put us in the college football playoff. And I feel like Alabama is ahead of us in total offense and defense, but we're still a top five, top six, seven we're, – we're still a top five offense and still a top six or seven defense in the SEC. So I feel like we're we're just as big of a threat to them as they are to us. We have the number one passing offense, I think, with Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts being the, the forerunners of that. So I feel like as long as we can offensively, not offensively, defensively, 
pick up where we lacking at, I feel like we could do something this game. We ain't, it's going to be impossible to just hold Alabama to 21, 28 oh, points. Yeah. It's going to – it's going to be a shooting game. That was that Florida a, defense. That Florida defense. Ain't might yeah. let you score every damn play down the court it, or down the field. It's, it's going to be a, a shot for shot type game. Oh, it's going to sure. be touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown, touchdown. So I feel like if we can get in the shootout with them, we, we can get it done. I, I highly doubt we could just hold Alabama though with our defense. So offensively, we just got to make sure we do what we do. And defensively, we just have to step up to the plate and get it together within the next two, three weeks. I honestly think this is this game or that game will decide who wins the Heisman. I think it's because honestly, I think it's between Mac Jones and Kyle Trask. So whoever win that game, nigga, that's who winning the damn uh Heisman. I don't feel like I don't feel like whoever wins it should determine who gets the Heisman though. Cause I feel like if they both is- play the same, if they if it's both down to the wire, every, they both having good games. Whoever win the game, gonna have the upper hand because you beat okay, the yeah. game. Okay, yeah, I, I get what I'm you're saying. I'm not saying one quarterback is playing – like, if Mac Jones plays subpar and, and Alabama is playing good, wins. but Alabama won, then I would see what you're saying. But I'm saying yeah. that both quarterbacks are playing good. And we just talked about their defenses. None of their – both of their defenses aren't good. So, I'm expecting good games for both of them. But whoever wins gets the upper hand and get into the uh, college football play. I ain't going to lie. Alabama defense, it's up there. They top – I think they top four in rushing defense and top – top three, I think, in pass defense. And overall, I think they like three or four in the SEC in defense, in total mm-hmm. defense. They, they up there. Alabama up there. Yeah. They got Patrick Sertain. They got Patrick Sertain. Mm-hmm. That's my boy. So definitely check out uh, check out that game soon. They got to win out of all their games. I feel like, I don't know, I told my mom this the other day. I was like, something about Florida, bro. I feel like they're going to lose one of these trap games before they even get to the SEC championship game. Oh, no. Nah. I'm like, like they finna lose one of these trap games, bro. I don't know what it is about Florida, bro. Well, we got, what, like, old, bro. Well, we got what, like two games left? That's it. Maybe three, no? No. We got Tennessee. Oh, yeah, and the 19th. The 19th is the SC Championship game, I think. Yeah, we got Tennessee and then LSU. Both trash, both dubs. Tennessee. Tennessee was ranked high early in the season, but yeah. Yeah, Tennessee Nobody's trash. Worried about <laughs> Nobody's worried about Tennessee. Not worried about Tennessee at all. All right, all right bro. All. Let's move on. Let's move on to the uh, rankings of the week. What you got for the top five for NFL? Uh, I got Steelers, Chiefs. Mm, probably put Packers at three. Four, I probably put Seahawks. Five. Ooh, who I want at five. Sleep on the Saints. I don't know. That quarterback, that quarterback shit got me reevaluating. Sleep on the Saints. Well, best team out there. Five, I'll probably put the Titans. Yeah. Steelers, Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, Titans. I have Chiefs, Steelers, Saints, Titans. Hmm. No Packers or Seahawks? I really don't like Seahawks. I trust what's with them. The Seahawks, I'll go with that. All right, bro. Let's move on to the picks of the week. Edgar, bro, you might as well cover up that cheese, dog. You already see what's going on, bro. Edgar had another... Mid week, I had a great week. Damn, I didn't lose any games. 
I went 14 and two. Edgar went eight and eight. <laughs> that boy down by like 16 games right now, man. Tell him, hey, y'all at him. Y'all at him on Twitter. Tell him to call for the cheese. It's over. It's a wrap. Done deal. Are you finished or are you done type shit? All right. <laughs> that man cried on the pod. Well, that man hurt. Can we, can we just go? <laughs> can we just, can we just give our picks? <laughs> can we just give our picks, please? All right, bro. First game, Bengals versus Dolphin. No Thursday night football game either. Bengals versus Dolphin. The Dolphins should win. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. They should win. But watch how some bullshit happens. That's all I'm going to say. Dolphins. No bullshit. Dolphins. Browns versus Titans. The Titans should win. Nah, nigga. I don't, don't be with that should. I'm going with the Titans. The Titans <laughs> should win. All this shit about the Browns being 8-3. The Titans should win. <laughs> So I'm going with the Titans. But watch out this nigga saying should. <laughs> I got the Titans, man. Colts versus Texans. I swear to God, if I pick the Texans and they lose after I just picked against them and they won, uh, I'll go with the Colts. Yeah, I got the Colts. Jags versus Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Lions versus Bears. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going with the Bears, bro. <laughs> now watch how Matt Stafford do some shit. I was about to say, I'm going with the Lions, bro. Bears. I went with the Lions two weeks in a row. <laughs> that did not end well for me, so I'm going with the Bears. Raiders versus Jets. Raiders got blew out by the Falcons. <laughs> Dogged out. <laughs> Dogged out. That shit crazy. Should I do some crazy shit? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, is this nigga want to take an L? <laughs> Go with the Raiders. I right, watch man. how the Jets get their first dub of the fucking season. <laughs> I got the Raiders. Saints versus Falcons. Saints. Saints. Giants first Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. I don't think Daniel Jones playing either. I might have went with the upset for that one. Rams versus Cardinals. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to go with the Rams just because Kyler Murray, been, he been playing like he hurt. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams. Eagles versus Packers. Uh, Packers. Definitely Packers. The Eagles might lose the rest of their games, dog. No bullshit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they might lose the rest of their games. They've been playing that trash, dog. Yep. All right. Uh, Patriots versus Chargers. Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Got the Pats. Broncos versus Chiefs. Sunday night football. The Broncos have no quarterback. I don't know why we asked this question. But nah, oh. he's coming back, though. He's coming back. Uh, it's still going to be the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said it like that was going to be a decision maker. Or a decision no, no, I'm stage. just saying, like, I don't know why we're asking this question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm wrong with the Chiefs. Uh, Washington versus the Steelers. The Monday afternoon game, 5 o'clock. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Monday afternoon. Uh okay. 
Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely go with the Steelers. Bills versus 49ers, Monday night football. Uh, Bills. Bills. Cowboys versus Ravens, Tuesday night football. I'm going to go with the Ravens. <laughs> let, let, me, you, let me not say no dumb shit. You've a little too long on that. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah, Bill, I'm going with the Ravens. <laughs> I'm going with the Ravens. It's not fair. We got we got a lot of the same picks. I mean, even if I have a great week, you go have one too. And that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I might just pick the same shit as niggas because I can't lose. I'm up by 16. I really can't lose. But, no, I'm going I'm to pick the best possible. Um, what else? Should we move on? We already talked about college basketball. Do you have any other first week takeaways from what you've seen? College basketball started last Wednesday. What have you seen this past um, week? Other than what I said about Michigan State and what you said about Gonzaga, um, nothing that's really popped out to me so far. I'm just ready to start watching a lot more basketball again. So, yeah, that was that was my biggest takeaway. Gonzaga, Jalen sucks, and it's a lot of young players that are going to be one and dones that are going to be studs in the NBA, my boy. They got B.J. Boston from Kentucky. You got Jalen Suggs. You got K. Cunningham. That's my number one pick. I think K. going to be number one. But you got Josh Christopher. It's so many. You already know Kentucky already got a lot of them. But it's so many one-and-done prospects are going to be high prospects and going to be studs in the NBA. That's all I have to say, bro. A lot of them. A lot of them. Way better than this draft. Way yeah. better than this draft. Uh, yeah, and that's it. All right, bro, let's move on. The social media wants to know. My question was, should all sports have Snoop Dogg as a, as a commentator? No. As entertaining as that sounds. <laughs> no. As fun as that sounds, no. <laughs> but it's, at, it's, at the end of the day, we need some at the end of the day, we need some type of professionalism. But this and this is what I liked about what they had going on because they did have some professionalism. But Snoop Dogg was that funny nigga, the comic relief, and the one who was saying the real shit. And that's what a lot of people want to hear. They want to hear you saying that real shit. We don't want. We don't. Most of the time, we don't want to hear what the commentators have to say about that analytical bullshit. We, we want to see that real shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I think we want from sports. I mean, that's what I would like it could, to hear. It could work, but with. See, the thing is, you have to have the play-by-play announcer, and yeah. then you have to have the actual commentator. So, as the commentator, it is your job to, in between plays and between timeouts, you, other than the laughs, you do have to give stats. You do have to give analytics, like, during the game, about either the game or other shit around the game that's influencing what you're watching. So, mm-hmm. I feel like Snoop can give that comic relief, in between plays and in between timeouts, but at the same time, it's like we can't just hear straight jokes. Like we we gotta hear well, I mean, we gotta hear certain can, stats. But yeah, I feel what you're But like like I said, what they had for the boxing match was a play by play dude who was a color commentator, and then they had Snoop for the third dude. So Snoop yeah. as a third dude just saying that real shit and just saying what he was saying, that's entertainment. So if you can have somebody like him who just speaking that real shit throughout something throughout an event, I think that will bring a lot. And will draw people towards a TV. A lot of people ain't even watching TV no more. But niggas loved when Snoop was giving that real shit, speaking that uh, entertainment, giving all the jokes like that. I yeah. think that will bring more 
to events and sporting events. It, it definitely would because he has the personality. Snoop yeah. know his stuff and he has the personality. So it, it's hard to find people with both. So it could work. It's just the professionalism that I, I would think would be a problem. But do you need that everywhere, bro? Yeah, you kind of get tired of that shit. You know but what I'm saying? Uh, but when I say professionalism, bro, I don't mean you have to be straight professional. Because like, like we get tired of that uptight shit. You know what I'm saying? We get that shit every game. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But it's like still like you gotta you gotta read some type of analytics to me. Like I I want to hear the jokes, but. I also would like to be reminded of somebody's shooting percentage on the season. I would also like to be reminded <laughs> of a, a past game where he went off for 30 <laughs> points or something. Like, it's certain shit. Snoop can wanna... say that. Snoop can say that. <laughs> Snoop can say that. That nigga it's just right. went for 30 last week. Niggas would be rolling off that shit, bro. Yeah, we, we would, but I don't <laughs> think going to do it to, to justice. I don't think he's going to do it to justice. Bro, I fuck with it, bro. I don't say I don't think it has to be actual Snoop Dogg, but somebody like that, like that can fill that role of you don't have to be somebody who's who knows the game, but somebody who can just go along with it, give us comic relief, and just give us that entertainment and that real shit that goes along with it. I think because boxing, some- I I love that with boxing. I feel like boxing he could definitely do that with, but hmm. basketball and football sports like that, like real team sports. Talking, but I'm talking about he talking shit about a nigga on the court. If a nigga fucking up and Snoop riding your ass on the sideline, nigga, I'm fucking dying, my nigga. I, I just, am dying. I am dying. Well, I will fuck with that, bro. I will it, it'll be that. funny, but I, I got to maintain the professionalism at the same time. It could be chill. It could be chill while you give me the professionalism. There's a way to You was chill on. most of the time. You was chill most of the time. I don't think but I'm saying with like basketball. I'm saying with basketball or something like that. Mm. I think it will work, and I would like to see at least try the shit out. We see yeah, how well this shit. We see how well this shit worked for this. I think we should try it out, but definitely try it out, man. I want to hear somebody saying that real shit when I watch this up. Uh, and that shit. Let's move on to the entertainment with the Roy Jones, Tyson, and then you got Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. You watched them? Uh, the Nate Robinson one. Yeah. All right, bro. How you feel about that shit? <laughs> I, everybody meant to cross over. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, he got out. He got out there. He got slept. And right now, you just need to stay off social media. Take take the one or two weeks worth of laughs, and then get back to your grind, and you good. That, that boy was a dead body out there, boy. Oh my god! So many memes came from that shit. Oh my god! My but hey, he shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. Yeah, guts doing that. He had guts doing that because you. You can't just go in there like that. The average, any other average athlete wouldn't have did that. That's why it's so easy for all of them to laugh at him and, and whatnot. Cause it's like, y'all know nobody y'all forced him to do that. Like a nigga yeah, said, no, nobody forced him to do it, but it's like, Hey, at least he got out there. Shit. Like he, he trained, slept. he trained for he didn't, it. He didn't train. He didn't. Tra- I was, I've been listening to niggas. He hasn't, he wasn't training, bro. He trained. And when you get slept like that, that nigga he was fighting was getting trained. That nigga wasn't getting trained at all. He bro. trained a little bit. Jake Paul was getting loose. He ain't, he ain't Creed trained, but he, <laughs> he trained, a, trained a little bit. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Went jogging, hey. had, a, had a couple of exercises. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I thought Jake Paul was this soft-ass YouTuber. Once I Ooh. heard that nigga was actually a fighter, he'd been training and shit. And then I watched the fight. 
Like the first minute or two, you like, oh, this nigga is for real. Like he can really yeah. box. And then, and then in the first round, he slept my nigga Nate, and he was he at least knocked him down at least. I was like, damn, this this shit might be over in the first round. Nate got to the second round. I was like, yeah, this shit. This like shit Mike Tyson good. said, everybody got a plan till they get punched in the face. You are not lying, my boy. <laughs> Nate should have quit on that first one after he got first out. Nah, uh, you can't out. quit. You gotta knock me out. I ain't quitting. You gotta not be. Bro, out. this is not my job, my nigga. What if I do quit? What's gonna happen to me? You ain't playing nothing else. You might as well. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't playing nothing else. My nigga, my safety, my health. He probably got concussions and brain damage. You knew that going into the fight. I don't want to hit. But him. he doesn't. He didn't have to do that. He could quit. He could have quit before that shit could have happened. Especially when what, he felt that. What's nigga the point of him. fighting if you're gonna quit before any actual real damage is done? Like it's, it's no health point. concerns. After you feel that nigga hit you a couple of times, you like whoa. That nigga why agree to the fight, hard, now, nigga. This ain't no YouTuber fight no more. Don't don't agree to a fight where you know you have a high risk of getting knocked out and quit before you actually get knocked out. There nah, was no point in fighting. I'm doing it. No I'm doing it, nigga. It's like the shove. It's like the shove in a fight. Once you shove a nigga and you can feel like that nigga shove was a little too hard, it's like, all right, my nigga, we can chill on that fight and shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's make up. Let's, you know what I'm Move on uh, from this. We move on from right. this. But you yeah, fighting and you felt how, how that nigga was punching and you got knocked down first round. It's like, my nigga, I think it's time. Uh, hey, I'm stepping in the paint with somebody. If I'm stepping in the paint with somebody, I'm taking whatever consequences come with it. Either he finna get knocked down, or I'm getting knocked down, one or the other. Once I step into it, I know it. I know it finna come with it. Either I'm finna get laid out, or you finna get laid out. Like that, that's all it is. Hey, because <laughs> I think he made like six hundred thousand dollars. Nate did off, or both of them made six hundred thousand. That's off why the he ain't. He was like, hey, I gotta get knocked out. No, <laughs> this is the funny thing. I had seen a tweet that was like, Nate had made six hundred thousand off the fight. But he done spent 500000 just off the damn <laughs> medical bills. That <laughs> shit had me dead, my nigga. Because he damn sure got to work. He got brain damage. Oh, that's why we haven't heard from Nate. You, you ain't bouncing <laughs> back from that shit easy. You're not bouncing back from that easy. He was slumped, bro. He didn't get up for a long time. He was not bro, Nate is slumped. He was sweet. He was real deal sleep. Wow. That boy, that boy woke up. <laughs> He woke up. He was back in an NBA uniform. Really? <laughs> bro, imagine he woke up and the first thing he seen was Jake Paul in his jersey. Oh, my God. <laughs> He'd have been like, did I win? <laughs> that nigga would have thought he won for real. That nigga got that's on my jersey. That's one of them fights. You wake up and be like, did I win? <laughs> nigga, if you waking up, I need to <laughs> I need you to answer that question yourself if you're waking up. My nigga Nate got slept. Oh my goodness. That shit. That was hilarious. hilarious. That shit was hilarious, bro. But shout out to Nate, like you just said, bro. A lot of niggas ain't stepping in that paint. And a lot of niggas know not to step in that paint now after seeing what Nate went through. And it's crazy. Nate Robinson looked like he can fight. It's just you don't look like you can professionally fight. Like <laughs> you don't look like you do this for a living. Like you don't look like that shit. No. Yeah. Like if you in the hood. And, like, a nigga try you or something, yeah, I, I trust you to fight then. But, like, on some boxing gloves, like, in a ring, like, rules matchup type shit, like, where you got certain parts you can and can't hit, you got to use technique. No, nah, I'm, I'm not trusting you. Do you see more shit like this coming in the future, though? Like, celebrity Yeah, fights. I feel like once, once Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather did what they did a few years ago and did that crossover – 
I feel like it opened a lot of athletes' eyes to say, hey, maybe I can do it. It may be stupid, but maybe I can do it. Like, <laughs> maybe I can cross over to a sport I never played for. It. Plus, it's like we've seen this with a lot of other athletes with Deion Sanders, Bo, um, Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was trash in two sports, I mean, in baseball, but he still tried to play multiple sports, you know. So this isn't the first time we've seen crossovers happen, but this is the first time over the past decade, McGregor and Mayweather and Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, like these are the first two times where we're seeing fighting crossovers take place. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a growing trend in the future. But this is, the, this, is the, this is the thing about Nate, and this is why I don't think people will do this uh, moving forward either because of the reputation thing. Nate had a nice ass reputation. He's still a nice, he, bro. We still fuck with Nate. It's not like we don't fuck with Nate no more. But when you see Nate Robinson now, you're going to think about his ass getting knocked out and not being a three time dunk champion or being well, an NBA honestly, player. I feel like the only people who say that is going to be people younger than us. Like anybody our age or older, we, we know Nate. I don't Robinson. know, bro. I don't know. Once you see Nate, Nate is going to be clown, bro. When I think of Nate Robinson, I still think of basketball Nate dunking over, <laughs> dunk, dunking over people and all that. I, I'm thinking of that Nate Robinson. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to think of this shit too, but. That's I'm, what I'm saying, bro. Niggas is going to think about this shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. It hurt his reputation is what I'm saying. He had a nice uh, reputation. If he, if he just would have left it alone, if he just would have went off into the sunset, Nate Robinson, great guy, NBA player, dunk champ. Now he got this shit on his resume. He got his ass knocked out, slept. Oh man, you getting clapped for that for the rest of your uh, life. I feel like the only people who who actually think that first of him and hold that over his head is people who didn't see him play, like the younger generation, who are like Nate Robinson, basketball player, boxing. Who got slept? Who got slept? Like that, that's what the younger people gonna say. Anybody our age or older who actually got to see him play and like actually know his career. They ain't going to be the first thing we think of. But if you 16 or young, yeah, I'll say 16 or younger, this first thing you're thinking of, what you thinking oh, of? Oh, bro. It's going to be interesting to see, bro, because I want to know, man. Nate Robinson walking to a room, what's the first thing you're going to say to him? What's the first thing you're going to say to him? I don't know the first thing I'm going to say. I just know I'm going to look at him. Hey, what up, Nate? <laughs> hey, what up, Nate? How are those dunk championships? Uh, what's up, Nate? Why the fuck you get your ass knocked out like that? I think the knocked out shit gonna be the first day that comes. You said that. Are you gonna say about? Are you gonna throw? You gonna throw your hat in the ring again? You gonna get back in the ring again? I don't know what I'm gonna say. I really don't know what I'm gonna say to him. Like you're gonna bring up fighting when you talk. I'm gonna bring it up. I just don't know what. That's what I'm saying. You gonna bring? That's my point. You gonna bring it up at least. You gonna bring it up at least. You gonna bring it up most definitely. Shit, funny. And how did you feel about the Roy Jones and Tyson? I really, I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I found out that they couldn't knock each other out, I was like, why are we watching this? What? They couldn't knock each other out. Oh, uh, they weren't allowed to knock each other out. That's why nobody – you think Mike Tyson was going to let this man stand at the end of the match? Why is Mike Tyson fighting if he can't knock a nigga out? I don't know. <laughs> well, he did get a million-dollar payout. I was like, he, he got paid, so I'm like, shit, man. I'm pretty sure it's, it's reasons why. They, they weren't allowed to knock each other out, though, so I'm like, yep, I'm not watching that. So it was just – we were watching niggas jab? And it, and it ended in a draw. That's what pissed everybody off. It's like, we paid to watch this, and it's a draw. We didn't get to see nobody get knocked out. We paid for it, and it's a draw? Yeah. They 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 failed the, they failed the fans with that one. Niggas told me they were satisfied off the Nate Robinson shit, though. Yeah, niggas because somebody said, got said they were satisfied out. off the Nate Robinson shit. Somebody got put on their ass. 
We were expecting, and it's the fact that Roy Jones Jr. knew that he did not want to do this shit again. Mike Tyson, yeah. <laughs> go do this shit again. Nate looking like, <laughs> not Nate, Roy looking like, again? What yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Because Mike, based off of what I was um, seeing and hearing on social media, is like Mike won as far as like points on how many um, hits he got on him and everything. So, yeah. Mike, I did not know that they couldn't knock each other out. Though. I did not know that. That's crazy, Mike. That's I'm not exactly saying Mike could have easily knocked this nigga out. Exactly. That's why I'm like, no, there's no way. If you give Mike Tyson a fight and you allow him to be able to knock somebody out, he's going to knock that person out. Like, <laughs> when at the end of the fight, when I found out that both of them were still standing and barely even really had marks on them like that, I was like, what the hell? I'm glad I ain't paid for that. Cause Mike, he should have tried to kill this man. Like <laughs> Mike was telling, wasn't bro? What was that interview, bro? When he was like, I sometimes I feel like a bitch because I can't. What, what was that interview? I, I forgot what he was talking about. He was like, oh, he was like, whenever I think about my old self, I just <laughs> I get so mad because I turn into a bitch and I I can't be the monster that I, that I know I am because I know if I wake that man up, he's gonna go fucking crazy. I was like, what? That's what I'm saying. So you say all that shit and you can't knock a nigga out. Come on, Mike. And it was another, I think it was the same interview. He was like, I was at a point in my life where whenever I've seen something, I just had to kill it. I just had to kill it. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, bro, I, I would have got up for the table. I would have got up for the table. Hell no. That man said, whoever I've seen, I just had to kill him. <laughs> Oh man, this nigga. Mike. I, remember, I gotta go. I can't be here. Mike gonna oh, kill me. <laughs> and he slammed man. the table. This <laughs> 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 is hilarious. Oh my god, he should have oh, been. Oh man, bro, that shit was funny. <laughs> definitely a good event, though. I wouldn't be surprised. More of those definitely come in the future. The more celebrity type shits, but that shit was hilarious. That, definitely, that man definitely is more funny. That. He's way more funnier than he should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that Mike Tyson documentary coming out soon I see Jamie Foxx still getting right for that yeah. so that, that biopic coming out soon so definitely want to see that shit coming out yes, and sir. uh uh you have anything else for entertainment uh nah that's it uh shout out to Wayne for No Ceilings 3 I fuck with it it's nice uh he got a b-side he got a yeah a b-side coming out soon so uh BB mm-hmm. King with him and Drake Fuck with that. So shout out to Wayne. Entertainment wise, that's it though. I don't really think it's nothing else. Oh, um, I just wanted to bring up uh uh we just found out today we lost a, a young life in St. Pete due to St. Petersburg Police Department. Uh police brutality is still alive and well. I don't know the full details on what happened. I nobody really knows the story, the the narrative that I Bay already was- shot a cop. <laughs> Yeah, That's the, the narrative. narrative that Bay News 9 is given that he shot a cop, but we don't know what led to him shooting a cop. We don't know. We don't know what the hell happened. Um, all we do know is uh, a police officer got shot. I don't know if the police officer died or whatever, but a police officer got shot, and a young black man lost his life to the hands of police. He was shot like 50 times, damn Bro, they was going crazy on that video. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I think they said that was by Jets. That happened over by Jets, too. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's it was uh, Obama. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they call that Jets. 
Well, yeah, because you get Jets burgers from there and all that shit. Oh, so, yeah, they, they just call it Jets. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. but yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, that shit was crazy. Yeah, R.I.P. to Dominique. Uh, shit, crazy. I ain't never known, but I I seen plenty of pictures of him before. I seen him hanging out with people that I know and shit before. So, like, I don't know, dude, but young young brother lost his life to the hand of police again in America. So, the city dangerous, bro. It's dangerous everywhere, but goddamn, Saint Pete ain't letting. And it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know if other people feel like this where they from, but it's like. I love going home, but at the same time, shit, I be feeling, I be feeling more scared when I go home than when I go anywhere else. I don't know if that's normal or not. I don't know if a lot of black people feel like that where they from, yeah. but it's like when I, if I go out of town right now, I ain't got no worries. Oh yeah, I, I don't want to say no worries, but I, I'm way less worried about being shot, being killed, being arrested or whatever, as opposed to when I go home. When I go home. My mind automatically switches to I gotta be on PC. But you know what that environment is, though. You know what St. Pete is, so that, you know what, what some of that environment. When you go somewhere else, usually for a vacation or some shit, you just going there to chill. Your mind isn't even on violence, or if that environment is really like that, you know what I'm saying, right. or to be able to shoot you or some shit like that. But you know the city, you know St. Pete. Like, that's why I don't even leave. Like nigga, if it's late, nigga, it's like man, I'm trying to get to the house, my nigga. And my mom's always telling me, my nigga, hey, don't, hey, don't shit happen after twelve o'clock, my nigga. Don't shit be out in the streets. Ain't nothing but violence after that. I don't know. It's just like that just being where we grew up and me just being part of the shit that I be a part of. Like, I like going to the clubs. I like going to kickbacks. Like, I like I like hanging around certain niggas that I grew up around or who I'm related to or whatever because that's, that's just me. That's why I grew up around. Even though I know – even though I know shit be dangerous sometimes, even though I, even though I know I be in areas that I know shit could pop off in, it's just like – that's what I grew up around. That's those people I fuck with, or that, those are areas that I fuck with. So it's just, uh, it's, it's crazy. I don't wise up to the shit, bro. I got to be in a clique or something. I got to be like a little kickback at a crib. Oh, yeah, but like, I, we I going somewhere do. like, man, I'm on a, out on the scene. You ain't never going to see me out on the scene for <laughs> real, bro. You ain't never going to see me out on the scene. I, I do like chilling a lot more. Like, trust me, like, that shit, that's why when I be home, like, I be like, I'm on a date or... Like I'm just I'm chilling with one person or whatever. Like I I go out sometimes still, but for the most part, like you, I do be chilling a lot now though. But I do have my moments where I still go out. Yeah, cause just like Cabana's, like bro, anything can happen at Cabana, bro. That that environment, just like niggas always be beefing and fighting at Cabana. Like you don't know what can happen. A nigga pop a trunk one, uh, pop the trunk one day, boom. Like that could be your life, like a straight bullet, like that easy. And you got to think about shit like that because that's where we from and that's what we see. Like, that girl Nisi, RP um, excuse me, RP to that girl Nisi. She uh, she got hit. She was an innocent bystander like a week or two ago. She wasn't. She didn't have shit to do what was going on. It was on 16th Street. I think it was cross street from Social on 16th Street, and she got shot. She ain't had nothing to do with anything that was going on. And it's just like, damn, bro, like be in the wrong place at the wrong time in the wrong area, but this is where we live, where we from. That's why you gotta stay up out the way for real, for real, bro. But uh, we can move on uh, past the ox, though. But, yeah, definitely R. Peter Dominique, though. But uh, let's move on to uh, past the ox. Song uh, of the week. Song of the week for me, uh, it'll be Rod Wave all week. And mine is Run It Up by Sadie Hendrix, bro. If y'all haven't listened to Sadie Hendrix, definitely get on Sadie. That nigga slides. And this off his, uh, his new album. I really didn't like his new album, but this song definitely slides, though. This one featuring G Herbo as well. 
but I think oh, uh, G Herbo got caught on some ah yes federal um fraud charges. It's <laughs> a fraud scheme, yeah. Yeah, fraud Oh, what you call it too? Casanova. They they pulled on um, Casanova like a day or two ago too. They, the FBI. Um, what are they doing? Like, what's like the details? Uh, for Casanova, I think it was also fraud, racketeering, yeah. all that type of shit. And I'm like, it ain't no coincidence that they pulling two high profile people in the same week within less than 72 hours of each other. So, and you know, the FBI, if the FBI wait and get you, they, they got something on you, especially when it comes to fraud and racketeering and all that, mm-hmm. your name attached on something. Cause I heard they was using fake IDs or something when they were yeah. trying to go out of town or something like that. I'll go over to, to another country. So mm-hmm. I don't know how that got them in trouble. I don't know. Shit, shit traced back to you somehow. It some definitely way. traced back to them. That's crazy. Especially being so high profile. If you feel like you don't wouldn't have to do that. Like, like why do you need to use another nigga ID or use somebody else's ID? It's like, you got the money. If you want to go somewhere, go somewhere. Like, why are you doing fraud? Like you own my nigga. You own. Never know. So it's yeah. and then it really th- I really thought about like uh that one, what's that one saying, bro? Um you can take the hood out the nigga, bro, but you can't take the nigga. No, you can take the nigga out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the nigga. That's really how it was. Cause this nigga didn't have to do that. G Herbo, he from the hood, but he got money now. He on. He out the hood. But he's still doing that hood nigga shit. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Nigga, you're clean now. You can do whatever you want. You got the cheese. Some, some of them, some of them get that urge to be like, I'm still, I still feel like I could be on that. I still feel like I could eat that way too. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It ain't right, but that that's a lot of their mindset sometimes. But I, I definitely want to read more into it and see what happened though. Cause like you said, I highly doubt they had their name attached on shit like that. They probably, they probably weren't groups of people who was doing that shit. So their name probably attached by association and their name is bigger. They're the, their people going to always try to arrest the bigger name person. But yeah, I definitely want to see if they actually had their hands in that. If they had their hands in that, they got to know better dog. But if they was just involved with the people who was doing it, then it's like, Hey, you were just involved with the wrong people. Yes, sir. And I think that's it for the podcast, bro. Uh, you can hit them with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at Q underscore and underscore E underscore podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page, Q and Sign E Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, QANDE Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, concerns, fan mail. We'll get back to you on there as soon as we can. Uh, Quincy's Twitter is Q underscore Hicks three minus Edgar Martin 97. You can follow Quincy on Instagram at Q Hicks production. And you can follow me at Edgar Martin official shout out to MTMV sports. Yes. And subscribe to all of our podcast platforms We're on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, our heart radio. So definitely rock with us over there. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm almost at 150 subscribers, dog. I'm so appreciative of that, bro. We getting closer and closer to 200 by the day, bro. We're at 129 on the podcast. So definitely subscribe to the podcast as well. But we getting closer, bro. We got to keep growing, bro. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So we appreciate y'all for that. And I think that is it for anything. Anything you want? Uh, we 
it's almost Christmas time, so me and Quincy are going to try and think of something for y'all for, like, a holiday sweepstakes um, thing. It might not be the whole three winners thing like we did for the anniversary, but we, we're going to have some type of contest for at least one winner for something. So Most definitely, bro, and I think that's it. We'll give y'all more details on that probably next podcast. Though. Definitely more details. But we appreciate y'all for listening, and we out. Peace.